So do we put the joke at the beginning of the show, or do I just cut it out completely? Uh, no, you definitely leave it in. How inappropriate is that joke? Uh, it, I, I'm pretty sure we've gotten over it by now, at least most of us. Well, I mean, we were told yeah. to never forget, so if someone's forgotten, then that's kind of on them. That is true. You know, and the best form of... Com- okay, so comedy in the medieval times, did you know that the jester is the only person that was allowed to insult the king? Ergo, mm-hmm. comedy is meant to be offensive to somebody, at least. Right? Will you tell that uh, to the woke community? Uh, I do. Often. This is why we're losing listenership. I don't doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> One extremely annoying shift later... We had a chastity diaper on the female, and the male was locked up in the cage, right? And the drunk Sorry. uncle... Sorry. What? Where would one purchase a chastity diaper? Uh, I don't know. My wife got it. I don't actually know where she got it from. I assume that's a thing a pet store would have. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm now I don't even know if that's what it's called. It looks like a diaper. No, I'm Amazoning this. I need a chastity a- diaper. <laughs> I call it a diaper. That's what it looks like. (laughs) Chastity (laughs) diaper. (laughs) He's legit googling it. Five minutes later. Meet Japanese snow monkeys, apparently. Why has that suddenly popped up? What? (laughs) No, what did you say? Demon has 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 dipped a toe into a, a different part of the internet than he's familiar no, with. No, no, you know this sometimes when you, your mouse out. accidentally scrolls along the bottom of like your your Windows bar and it comes up with news and things. No, nope, I don't. No, nope. no, I'm not familiar. What is this Windows you speak of? I'm not. Yeah. I'm not familiar with this Windows. <laughs> and what is this news you're talking about? I haven't heard of that. Later that same evening, somebody sent me an OnlyFans account of a hearse, a car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've, I I have not seen it, but I've seen on TikTok the person who runs that account being Daddy? like, yeah, who who makes serious money. She's like, no, no, it's a, it's a, it's an OnlyFans of my hearse, and people subscribe to it expecting more. And she's like, I told you, it's pictures of my hearse. That's it. That's all you're getting. But the thing is, she's still making bank yeah, on it. No, that's what I'm saying because they're expecting you know? there to be more than the hearse. And she's like, no, no, I'm upfront with them. I tell you, it's pictures of my hearse. If you're dumb enough to subscribe expecting not that. That's on you. It's brilliant. Can I get mm-hmm. this? I just want to straighten this out. So I could start an OnlyFans and had just have random pictures on there of yes. whatever I want to put on there. Yes. You can 100%. have whatever you want. Yes. And 100%. they can subscribe yeah. and uh-huh. then they can't get their money back. Uh, Correct. I don't know how that works. Yay! Yeah. I've got so many ideas. 100%. What's your first Destiny, one? Destiny right, OnlyFans. Right, gut, gut reaction, what's your first one? Oh, it's got to be Destiny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The other idea is we do not talk about. <laughs> slow down, slow down motion of, of the raid bosses running around set to uh, smooth jazz. <laughs> 24 hours later. Now that we've discussed so many things that are not going to be in the show, oh, should we no. roll the titles and start the show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. Dedicated in bringing you all the latest information, news, and opinions. This is the best show for new and veteran guardians alike, where we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you succeed and enjoy playing even more. So with all that said, 
let me hand you over to your hosts, the Triumph Hunting Titan Night Demon, the Pink Panted Pansy, Hiroti, and your Hunter Masterager, Mr. No One Responds in Real Life! I'm super excited to be back this week. Man, OBS is annoying sometimes. Did miss you guys last week. Miss talking to you. Even All though you, PvP I, I was kind of talking in the chat and being ignored. So well, You weren't being ignored. You were being obnoxious. I wasn't. I was trying to remind you to tell people about different things. Every two damn seconds. If you, if you had the time to remind us, to remind people about things, then you had the time to be here. Look, I was on holiday. Your holiday can kiss my ass, okay? How about that? Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, how about that? Huh? You like that? Sound good to you? Huh? Yeah. That's what I thought. So welcome. Thank you for, t- for tuning into whatever the f*** this is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a swear word out of parody. I almost called you demon. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> none, of, none of this sh- making it on the show. Come on now. Oh, that's a twofer. I'm- Guys, it's a first. It's I'm- a first. Oh, there's there's nobody in your chat that hasn't heard me screaming at things while we've been playing games. We we and, might as well throw a couple of pigs in there as well. Uh, oh, so what? Oh, pigs. <laughs> oh, th- no. Dude, I thought you said pigs. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I know this is the level of where this is going today now. Two hours later. And three, two, one. Right. This is why you guys need to be here for the live version. This, this, this is never going to make it into the show. What are you talking about? This is the show. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing else that they need to worry about because this is the show. Yeah, no, I, I'm here. You're, right. you're I here. I don't know what I was saying. Yeah. Here. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. No, nothing's happened. I don't know what you're. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know what you're referring to. Like of Destiny des- content did this to Demon. <laughs> There's, there's, there's plenty of Destiny content. This is, this so is, much this is, Destiny this is what happens when you have Destiny withdrawal. <laughs> no, there's, there's definitely been no Destiny withdrawal this week. I've played so many hours of Grandmasters, my eyes burn, and... Oh, man. Yeah. Ask, me how many I, ask me how many I actually got completed. None. How many completions one, do you have? One. One completed in the Psyops Battlegrounds Cosmodrome. That's the one. Oh, is that the Grandmaster? Yeah, I don't even do yes. that one. Mm-mm. Nope. Uh, well, it's, it's not great. It's not great. <laughs> but after listening to the Massive Breakdowns podcast the other week, where they broke it down and said, you know, this is what you kind of need to run as your fire team, and sure. Polaris Lance is so overpowered, use that. And I thought, sure. I'm going to use the sword build that Maptix put together the other week. And I was doing my blocking and things. And hold on, it's... hold on. He watches a video telling him to use Polaris Lance, so he makes a sword build. Let's just point that out. Okay. But no, no, no. Continue. Well, that, that's what other people are doing. The sword, so, the sword works. The, the sword works, and putting it on a strand titan, so you get your banner of war and everything going. You can block literally everything. You can get to the end boss. You can stand in front of him. He can smash the ground. He can throw those shields at you. They bounce off your sword and just go off into the ether and don't affect your teammates. It's only when other things happen in the game that are, things go wrong, basically. Mm-hmm. So I think I've played about five or six hours of the Grandmasters this week, and Did only you completed. Any of it? I've recorded it, so it is going to be the footage of the podcast this week. So enjoy if you are watching this on YouTube, because it is literally <laughs> me failing over and over and over again. Because <laughs> so that's so what it, I recorded for you. 
So it's many hours of you standing there holding a shield, is what you're telling us, or holding your sword. No, I mean, it it did progress (laughs) from me holding the shield to me getting a little bit bored and me kind of maybe pressing up into the rooms where I shouldn't have been pressing up into the rooms. Oh, so it's your fault. No, 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 no. Kind of sounds like it. No, I I, I was drawing the enemies out. I was drawing the enemies out. I was drawing them to the doorway so that my teammates could shoot them. And we were shooting them pretty well. You Cody know, was there. the exact same thing about Trials when we were playing. And in the end, it results in him dying, us dying, and us losing. So, <laughs> uh, Yeah, but losing is now going to be more advantageous. It is. Well, so, I mean, yeah, enough, enough about me and my grandmasters. considering how they made everything more precision beneficial. Which, I mean, I don't really knock them for doing that because precision kind of matters. But it really does... Um, extremely widen the gap between the skilled and unskilled players, you know? Because I'm going to tell you, I haven't hit a headshot in years in PvP. <laughs> well, that, sounds you know? like a, that sounds like a skill problem. It does. No, I, I don't deny that. Do you hear me saying I'm good? <laughs> no. Now, now, Respawn, before we get into what? the TWAB and we get into uh, anything else, I would yeah. like you, if once you've kind of paused your game, if yeah. you could nip over to the bungee store and have a look what is on the front page. Because... I think this is going to really interest you, seeing as this is a cool item that you can then also get a cool item in game. Follow up uh, question. No, dude, how, they showed how, how me many, that the moment how many, it came out. The yeah, follow up question. Came out. How many people have pinged you about this this week? At Was it everyone? Five. Was it the entire internet? And it if not, then I'm disappointed. It was. It was a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. I've already. I've already. Uh, talk to my wife about getting it and she's all like what's wrong with the one i got you i'm like you don't understand wife you keep she she has this habit of comparing everything that happens to something that she's done it's like you don't understand it has nothing to do with how good or bad the thing you got me is because obviously well you guys can't see it but all the cade six the all that stuff is displayed behind me i have a mouse mat that covers my entire desk that is cade six that i think i've showed you guys before but if not i will at some point you know so I've got all the stuff that she gets me with Cade 6, Ace of Spades, all that stuff, uh, uh, Sundance, all that stuff. And she's all like, you don't like the stuff I got you? It's like, you don't understand. Cade's on fire. This is his death moment, I believe, uh, or the precursor to when he died, right? So when yeah. he jumps up to do the to do the golden gun and then they take his ass out, I'm sorry, they take him out before he actually gets to get the shot off, it's that moment. At least I yeah. think it's that moment. And it, and, and it um, glows in the dark. And what we're talking about is a Cade 6 Funko Pop vinyl, which yes. is only available on the Bungie store. Yep. But and, and you get an exclusive emblem with your purchase, which will be delivered via email on or after April 9th, 2024, mm-hmm. which is why we haven't seen anybody rocking it just yet. But, oh, but you will. But mini Cades I, I am all torn. across the crucible. I am torn, though, because yes. now that I have a, quote, dragon emblem, finally, uh, Right, and now I'm gonna have a really good looking because it's a good looking emblem. It's a good looking emblem. Okay, they did not do my boy dirty, right? So it's a good looking emblem. But now I'm torn between which one do I want to use? Am I a dragon or do I want to use Cade Six? Because I love them both. I don't know, do man. Okay, wait. Can can I can I simplify this for you? There's no question. Can I simplify this for you? Cade has to go on the hunter. Get rid of everything that is dragon. Mm-hmm. On the hunter, Cade yeah. is the hunter. That's it. Oh, yeah. Everything Cade, the 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 duds uh, shader on your, your your hunter. Then you go onto your warlock because I know we're not going to do this on Titan because mm-hmm. your warlock 
can get the dragon armor in trials. We can equip the dragon ship, the dragon sparrow, the dragon ghost, the dragon emblem, and the dragon outfit all on the warlock. So you can still rock both, you know, looks. That's that's how I see this that going down. That is a down. great idea. That is a yes. great idea. The only, only problem I have with that statement, and it's kind of a big one, is I would actually have to play trials. One. That's fine. One. And two, I would have to play trials on a warlock. Right. Okay. Yeah. Let, let's go now. Let's go now. We're just sitting in the trials queue. You and yeah. me. <laughs> That's not going to do anything. Why? Why would we do that? Because you can get engrams from just playing. Yeah. And you can then turn those engrams over to Saint Fourteen to go. Look, I just want that helmet, that outfit, and I'm done. And they will throw weapons at you, so yeah. you can just add your collection of weapons while you're at it. Yeah. I, mean, I don't yeah. know why you aren't solo queuing now and just really, you know, tanking the, the team. Just do it now. Just do it now while you're on stream. Go on. Go right, for it. Let, go me, for let it. me finish. Yeah, you'll know. Let me, let me finish this. So you're saying to just go in there, hang out, not do anything. No, I didn't say not do anything. I said try doing something. Run with the mm. team or something. Just team shoot or something. Because you as a solo player might get further than what you think. You okay. absolutely will, because there are absolutely do, do not hype two. me up because you care. That. No, no, like like I I did this last weekend. I went in and played a little bit. Like I think each day of the day of the days it was up, it definitely got worse the closer to Monday you got. But like mm -hmm. Friday and afternoon and Saturday morning, it was pretty chill. I got up to four wins pretty quickly, mostly just hanging out with the teams I was with and getting some lucky shots with the Belisarius. Like there's 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 plenty of, of teams of two going in. You can just sort of tag along and go, we're not going flawless. We all understand this. Well, at least I understand this. <laughs> but 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 I can absolutely at least, you know, not be a detriment to the team and help out a little bit. And uh yeah, like you can you can get some good loot out of it. And yeah, just rack up the engrams for when when they make these changes to trials where you can get artifice armor from it or adept weapons for not going flawless. Summoner. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can get in for not going flawless. Is that yes. in this week's drop? Okay. Yeah, there's there's all sorts of good stuff. There there again. Don't take this as a competitive, you know, try hard. Oh my god, competitive crucible thing. It's not. They want you to go in and get loot. It's a looter shooter. And Bungie has said, hey, you can get these things out of trials. You can still go flawless. Yeah, you can still do that if you're good enough, or you can just persist your way through and get rewarded for it. Never give up, never surrender, Thundercon. <laughs> I'll take a look at it. When, when does the whole adept weapon thing happen? Also, is the summoner this week? Do I no. at least get a shot of... Damn it. No, none, none of these things happen until March. We're still in February, the month that wants to be special. It even gave itself an extra day, but it's still just not quite special enough. That's right. I can, I can tell you, I can answer your question very quickly, that March 12th week will be the first week of trials with the summoner. March 12th. Huh? March 12th will be the Tuesday. So yeah. add a couple of days for the Friday reset for trials. Noble, we're playing trials that weekend. No, but the thing is you can try, play trials before that and build up your engrams because you may not necessarily be lucky enough to get a an adept version, <laughs> but you can build up as many engrams as you want at Saint 14 up to 99. Because let's face it, we're not going to go past 99 us lot anyway. You can build them up now, and then when the summoner drops and it's in the loop pool for Saint 14, you can go, I've got all these engrams. 
I just want summoners after summoner after summoner. So do that. You could you could play it for the next couple of weeks before the summoner gets here, and then give him all the engrams. You're implying that's not already the plan. <laughs> well, no, but I know that is your plan. But I'm just saying it out there for anybody else listening that they might think, you know, Parody's gone on about the summoner, Night Demon's gone on about the summoner, Respawn not so much. But you know, I might go and check it out. But I don't really want to play trials that much. But if I go mm-hmm. in now and, and build up a couple of engrams every week, you know, I've got something to throw at Saint Fourteen in the end when it does arrive on March fifth. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't, um, yeah, I don't know whether that's going to be the case actually mm-hmm. when the changes go live on March 5th, that it will be automatically in his loophole. I mean, history has taught us that, yes, that is the case normally, that those get put in straight into the loophole. If you go and visit St. 14 on the Tuesday, even though Charles isn't up, you might be able to run down there, throw some engrams at him and get a summoner. You might have to wait to the Friday for it to actually kind of clock over and do the reset, but it should be there before <laughs> it's actually up that week as a special yeah. weapon. Yeah, so, it, it'll, so it Chad should is show... It should show up in the loophole. The chat is saying that um, supposedly there's a rumor going out saying that on the 5th of March, the Ingrams will be reset. So Night Demon's whole plan is flawed. No, they're not resetting Ingrams. Yeah, no, that's absolutely not happening. That only happens when we get new seasonal expansions, not when seasons take over. So whoever started the rumor is wrong. Yeah. Unless Destiny does this for the first time ever, because they never have in the past. I mean, let's be honest, it's not unheard of. So, I mean... Well, I mean, it is It is for a seasonal thing. Yeah. Like, like this isn't the final shape. Unless someone screws up and thinks the final shape is coming out March 5th and put all of that into account, then yeah. Now, well, let, let's just preference this, that the final shape was meant to come out on February 27th, this coming Tuesday. So things could go sideways that they kind of pre-planned in the game and then we'll get like loads of errors and going, Oh, this shouldn't have appeared this week. This should be in six months time, blah, blah, blah. Something like that could happen. Well, they're saying that PVP streamers were talking about, can you guys get a name and maybe even a link so I can show demon and parody. So you're saying when I load in and it, and it shows me that Cade's in the final shape and we have to go capture him on Tuesday, they're going to say, no, 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 just, just kidding. This, this, this isn't yet. Promise you. Yeah. Bungie two teams on Twitter (laughs) says, some people are able to access the final shape first mission for the first 10 minutes of the game. This is an error. Please restart your game and reinstall it. <laughs> Wait, it's an error that they said it, or it's an error that it happens? Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm just, yeah, yeah. It, Were these it, the same it, people who, who played Trials on the wrong map for the first, like, 45 minutes or whatever last weekend before they changed it to the proper map? Probably, yeah. Things, Possibly. things are going great. <laughs> Everyone's winning. Stellar, stellar performance, Bungie devs. Everybody, as always. apart from Momentum Control and Supremacy, are winning because we have Clash again next week. <laughs> and I'd just like to point out, as I've got my, I've now colour coded it so it's easier for me to read <laughs> that we've had two rifts now. Then <laughs> they're absolutely going to ruin it for you. Two now rifts, that you've colour coded it, we've got two clashes previously <laughs> one Supremacy, three Mayhem. And a two scorched, in a yeah. <laughs> two zone controls, but yeah, we've gone back to clash. So possibly the week after, we may have another supremacy, or they might just kind of surprise us and throw momentum control back in there. But yes, so this was a statement that was originally about you know God's plan or whatever. 
But somebody changed it into a Destiny theme, right? Said, if you want Destiny to ruin your plans, install it. Just no, install tell it. Them. <laughs> tell them your plans. <laughs> no, no. If you want Destiny <laughs> to ruin your plans for, your, for 10 years of your life, install the game. That, that's, that, that's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not saying so, it's a bad thing, but if you, you know, if you want to avoid kind of being sucked into this world, then don't do it. Don't do it. So in a couple of minutes, there is a slight possibility my wife is going to homicide me live on stream. Okay. Because we talked about the Cade, and she said not to get it yet. But I just did. And she also just did? So, so now I you're going to have two of them. No, no, no. Now hopefully she's getting me my gravity knife. That's, that's my one ticket item I told her I wanted. I mean, totally not a gravity knife. I don't even know why I said that. That's not a thing that exists in places. So maybe Respawn will make the theme of the show. Maybe he won't. And Donnie says it was Grenadier Jake talking about it on his stream about the reset of the engrams and stuff. Mm, that's kind of a big name. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, again, they've never... Well, I won't say never because it's Bungie. And honestly, who knows what's going to happen at this point. No, I mean, I think if they were going to do a reset mid kind of now, they would have told us before now. I know if it was intentional, if it was intentional, yeah, if it right. was intentional, because you know? they they know that they'd upset a lot of the community by resetting everything now. Going literally, we've only got like a week and a bit left, mm-hmm. so I think this would yeah, this would destroy the community. Even though they they're desperately trying to build it back up. Yeah, I think there'd be a yeah. lot of guardians that would go. You know what? You should have told us this. Even if you told us like two weeks ago in this twab, but yeah, yeah I, I mean, they, yeah, I mean, I mean, Destiny Two team back in August sixteenth of last year said, "Hey, season of the deep ends August twenty seventh, August twenty second, twenty twenty three. Be sure to clear out your stored Vanguard Crucible trials and Gambit engrams. Iron Banner Ward Table and Sonar Station will persist throughout year six. So, I mean, they did say a week before the last season end. Hey, make sure to clear these out." We're within a week of this, you know, quote, season ending, and they've said nothing. So mm. I agree. They shouldn't reset, but that's not to say that somebody won't pull an oopsie and they all get reset. Because we both know, I mean, both, we all know Bungie has never done something like that in the past. No. Ever. No, no, never. No. no. But while so we're talking about rotations and things, shall I just <laughs> tell people about what's happening this coming week in Destiny? You mean like you just did five seconds ago? Well, no, the full thing. You know, no, in under well, three minutes. Okay, oh, I say yeah, under right. three minutes. It's about three minutes and change. Yeah, that thing. Now who's missing out? I was I was alluding that you've already posted it in the whatever you're going to post it at. Look. What? Parody set it up brilliantly last week, and you knocked it out of the park. This week, you've fallen short. I don't even know what we did last week. I'm going to be honest with you. There's no we didn't give up, and we didn't surrender. You're so stuck on that. Have you been playing a lot, Parody, or what? Yeah, I've been I've been playing a lot, a whole lot. I've been getting up at the crack of dawn, trying to get through grandmasters with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, my team is going to tell us what happened last week, and what's going to happen this week, and what's going to happen next week, and then Bungie's going to turn around right after like, nope. about here and say, "No, my team, I know you made this lovely video for the people, and you've told them in the lovely show, and we're just going to ruin it for you." Now that you've, they say, now that you've color coded what's going to happen. We're absolutely <laughs> going to ruin it. Now, now, that, now that you've taken that important step out the window, it's gone. I agree. 
This is your weekly rundown of Season 23, Week 14, Season of the Wish. The Dreaming City this week is at a Wick Curse level, which means Petra Venge can be found in the Strand and has the Broken Courier mission for the next week. The Blind World features Scorn enemies and the Plague, Sycorus and Vericus. The Ascendant Challenge this week will be the Agonon's Abyss, which can be located over in the Bay of Drowned Wishes Lost Sector. On the Moon, the Weekly Story mission is Beyond. The Trove Guardian is located in Archer's Line, while the Wandering Nightmare is the Nightmare of Jax, Claws of Zebraroth at the Hellmouth. Nightmare hunts Crota, Despair, Fogoth, Fear, and Ghoul Rage. On Europa this week, Crotus the Dark Priestess will be the Empire Hunt, Eventide Ruins will be the Eclipse Zone, and the Exochange will be Survival. Dares of Eternity Legendary Rounds are Kabul, Taken, and Crota. The Scatterhorn Armor Set and the Wild Hunt Armor Set will be available in Dares of Eternity with Weapon Set 1. Arsenic Bite 4B, Blast Batu, Corsair's Wrath, Deafening Whisper, Dark Promise, Enigma's Draw, Escape Velocity, Giant 7 Rifle, Friction Fire, Royal Chase, True Prophecy, and Timeline's Vertex. The Witch Queen Weekly Story Mission is The Cunning, Altar of Reflections Catalyst, and Altar of Reflections Pact. The Lightful Weekly Mission is Breakneck, the Partition Mission will be Backdoor, and the Vex Incursion this week will be Sefer Concourse. The Crota's End Raid Challenge this week is the fourth encounter, Crota, Son of Oryx, called All for One. The Kingsfall Raid Challenge this week is the first encounter, Totems, called The Grass is Always Greener. The Vow the Disciple Challenge this week is the second encounter, The Caretaker, called Base Information. The Vault of Glass Challenge this week is the second encounter, Oracles, called The Only Oracle for You. The Deepstone Crypt Challenge this week is the fourth encounter, Tanix, called The Core Four. The Garden of Salvation Challenge this week is the fourth encounter, Sanctified Mind, called Zero to One Hundred. And the last wish challenge this week is the first encounter, Kali, called Summoning Ritual. Your pinnacle raid will be the Root of Nightmares over on Neptune, which means all challenges will be available for each encounter, with the exotic shotgun conditional finality being farmable from the final boss. The pinnacle dungeon will be the Ghost of the Deep over in the Helm, and the exotic mission rotator will be Presage, with the Dead Man's Tail exotic scout rifle being the main reward, the Season of the Haunted and Opulent Weapon Sets, plus the Eidolon Pursuant Armor Set. We have now had all 66 challenges over the first 10 weeks of the season. So, as a reminder, if you complete 63 out of the 66, you can get a large pile of Bright Dust to spend at the Eververse store in-game. Lost Sectors, Tuesday Perdition on Europa for Exotic Gauntlets. Wednesday, Bunker E15 on Europa for Exotic Chess. Thursday, Concealed Void on Europa for Exotic Helmets. Friday, Thrillodrome on Neptune for Exotic Boots. Saturday, Gilded Precept on Neptune for Exotic Gauntlets. Sunday, Scavenger's Den on the EDZ for Exotic Chess. And Monday, Skydot 4 on the EDZ for Exotic Helmets. Also, this week's weapon rotation will start on set 4 on Tuesday's reset. Our 14th featured Nightfall of the Season was Sears face off against Hymix in the Birthplace of the Vile over on the Throne World, with the Loaded Question Fusion Rifle being the featured weapon. The 6v6 Control Node will feature Sparrow Control, Clash in the Party Relentless playlist, Showdown in the 3v3 playlist, Relic in Crucible Labs, and Trials of Osiris at the weekend, with bonus Crucible ranks available all week long. Also, don't forget to collect and complete your Armor Synth bounties from Ada 1 before the refresh on March 5th. And continuing this week, we still have Moments of Triumph 2023 and Riven's Wishes. And that's it for the 14th week of Season of the Wish. So, have you guys tried Sparrow Control this week? No. I don't okay. even know what that is. Who forgot that Sparrow Control was up this week? Show of hands. Show of hands. Does it say Sparrow Control? Because I swear yes. I'm, I look. Is it in labs? Because I, I looked at I, the other. Trial in, uh, the other crucibles and didn't check labs, but didn't see anything. No, labs is still relic, but uh, it's the normal crucible control mode. So if you oh, go on that, okay. it says sparrow control. And then once you select it, it does give you the drop down node to go back to regular control if you want to play regular control, which is what they said they were going to do. But uh, yeah, this is the first time I've seen it actually 
happen because the last couple of times that we've had different control modes up, they've just been control. Yeah. Yeah. Or, no, I played the strikes this week. I don't think I've set foot in the crucible because mm. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for after March 5th with all the uh, lovely changes coming. But yeah. And also looked at it, didn't see, you know, didn't see anything that obviously said, hey, go play Sparrow Control. So I didn't. Good man. So how was your Sparrow Control? Have you tried it? I didn't. For some strange reason, I'd got it in my I'd got it in my head. I mean, I know we were contacted by Nollister Man that he wanted to kind of to do a Grandmaster, and I was thinking, well, this week is that Psyops Battlegrounds Cosmodrome, and I've I've listened to Massive Breakdowns give me the breakdown of how to do it. I feel confident that I can do it, and then we didn't do it, and I was we, upset. We had the confidence, we did not yes. have the competence. Ah, that's where we went wrong. Because I too watched a bunch of videos going. What should I build? What should I bring? Yep, I'm going to bring the player's lands, going to bring a warlock, going to throw grenades, going to proc wells, and uh, still going to get nuked by the boss at the end because sadness. Yeah. I mean, that is how that works out. Mm-hmm. But we had fun along the way. We did. It was, it was a good laugh for two to three hours before they surprised us with maintenance. Who has yeah. maintenance on a Thursday, I ask you, without telling us in the TWAB the week before? We had a surprise maintenance on Thursday, and I don't think they actually told us what they did, did they? Um, they did things to the background. Yeah. I'm, they, they I'm guessing all stuff, you know, preparing for next week, but yeah, no, no well, idea. The week after. <laughs> I mean, it could Something. be next week too. You don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't surprised. know. Nobody knows. There could be, yeah, could be another one on Thursday. Not even Bungie. <laughs> It does make me laugh when they do do a, a, like an unplanned maintenance and they say, oh, it's, it's going to be taken down for a couple of hours. The amount of like venom that comes out on Twitter for like, oh my God, Bungie, I've taken the day off and I can't play the I game. Like, did there because Sony owns Venom and, and, and now Sony is with, with Bungie and I, <laughs> I see what she did there. <laughs> That's good. That's good. You totally didn't mean to do that, did you? I did. <laughs> you didn't. I did because it ties in with what we were going to talk about later. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead. All, all about chess. I uh-huh. was already playing chess. Am I? Mm-hmm. I'm confused. Queens, towers, the, ring the about. 4D, the 4D mental chess. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, the, the venom uh-huh. that comes out. For people that go, oh, I, I've taken the day off, and how dare you do this? Like, and take the game down. It's like, go touch grass, I guess. Or I might <laughs> do something in the house. <laughs> I'll do something else. Yeah, no. doesn't seem like us. Hmm. No. There was a report about? this week that came out of Sony scolding Bungie over certain things, and and then there was another report. I think I saw from Paul Tassi talking about how Bungie have helped the, uh, I can't remember the name of the studio, the one with the new game that's out this week, the Divers one. Is it, I can't remember the name of the Divers game. Is it? Are Hell they Divers. the ones that go to Hell? Hell Is Divers 2. Hell Divers, Bungie. that's it. <laughs> Bungie, Bungie with large bugs. Yes. Halo Firefight meets giant bug fighting. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, how, how do you do solo trials? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. How do you do solo just trials? Go to Saint Fourteen, buy a good you you trials. trials. I did. You go to trials and you press the trials button. Yeah, the, there's it. not the and little then, circle icon next to it. And, the then, solo and then because you're solo, no, no, but 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 it does it does a bunch better job not matching you against three stacks. 
no, no, seriously. Like in all the time I've played, it's either six randos all thrown together or two, two, and then one, one, like, like you're not going to go in as a solo person against three stacks, at least on the console. Maybe you PC people have it worse. I don't know. But, but no, like the matchmaking does a far better job actually matching threes, you know, threes with threes, twos with twos, ones with ones. Cool. We're about to find out. Also, I have way more trial rank than I thought I would have. I mean, it's only 2,500, but for me, 2,500 is 2,500 more than zero. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You have done some trials. I have done some trials. That's right. You have had a trial. I'm so stiff. The puppy's yipping at night. Keep me up. Anyway, so, uh, yeah. Um, Well, I mean, like I said, we're about to find out what the PC solo queue is all about, so. You know, and I have giant light shining in my eyes, so this is gonna be fun. Um, winning, but yeah. So, what what exactly was Bungie saying about Hell Divers? Well, no, Bungie were brought in apparently to help with the development of Hell Divers, really? but then on the other hand, the team at Hell Divers were were chastising Bungie for the various different things. I'm just trying to look for the actual Altassi tweet, and I can't find it at the moment. Would be that. yeah yeah you know, I've seen that too and I've I've seen a bunch of things about about that but I've also seen some like I, I basically seen things that were later confirmed to be made up and I've seen some things that were real and I've I've honestly lost track of which was which oh uh, okay and I don't think yeah I mean I think that was the one that I I don't remember I was trying to track it this week and going you know there's there's too many threads to try to follow well I thought I took a picture of it for the show so that I could go over it but then. You know, obviously I didn't. What I was originally talking about was the, the Sony this week have come out and said, um, well, the Sony president has come out this week and wants Bungie to be better at assuming accountability for development timelines. So I don't know. Sony what said is, that? Yeah, Sony. Uh, Hiroki Totoki? Don't even try. Okay. But yeah. the problem is, is. Yeah, we're basically mm. saying, basically praise the devs and chastise the leadership going, the work is good. Your Your devs are doing good work. But your timelines and your burn rate, you know, the amount of money you're blowing through is not good. Yeah. So, you know, do better leadership, which is, I kind of feel like what we've all been saying. Yeah. I I think that's probably half the reason why we haven't heard anything from leadership of going, you know, going forward in the game. And we we had Joe a couple of months back and then Joe's Mm -hmm. now leaving. Um. But it's yeah, it's um, it's a it's a weird one. We haven't heard anything from Luke, uh, Luke Smith, and um, who's the are other there, one? Are there a lot of Lukes that we don't know about? No, <laughs> there, there's a thousand people. There sure could be in Bungie. There's a uh, thousand people who work at Bungie. There sure could be. I don't know how many Lukes they have. Okay, <laughs> that's a fair point. But there's not a lot of public facing Lukes. You know what? I'm not. I'm I'm done with you two. How about that? How does that make you feel? I'll pick it on me today already. I ain't got time for the shenanigans. I mean, I do have time for the shenanigans. I just don't want the shenanigans. Yeah, I'd, I'd say you have at least another hour or two of these shenanigans. Yeah. So, I mean, so, okay. So, I I understood it to be opposite, right? Where they were trying to say that, oh, well, the devs need to step up their work to match the timeline. Because I didn't read the whole thing. I just heard bits and pieces of it. So, that's that's what I had thought that they were saying. But now that you've, you know broken it down Barney style. Now I understand what's going on. And it, it does make sense because they do give pretty unrealistic timelines, which leads to a bunch of the crap we always complain about, about bugs here, bugs there, lack of content, this, you know, they screwed up that. I mean, 
if they took the time, if they weren't so pressured to have something out, you know, post haste, you know, oh crap, guys, we got three months to give X amount of content, which I understand. Again, we know that they want to keep people playing so that the the bungee idea doesn't die in people's minds. They want to keep people involved. I get it. But as I've said previously, give people time to play something else, come out with high quality content, and you'll get your people back. You know? So Well I mean, I think the the changes that we're going to discuss with the this week at Bungie are going to get some people back and it's yeah. hopefully going to be the thing that keeps the game alive. Like we've, we've been saying for quite some time with like with destiny one, when we had lulls, mm-hmm. but I mean, during a Q and a Q&A session following Sony's latest financial results, the president was asked for an update on Bungie and whether he had initial, any initial plans for the studio in the next financial year. And he re- replied that he was impressed with Bungie's ability as a video game developer, but felt he could make improvements from a business perspective. So he visited the studio, had a meeting with management, and he saw the employees doing work at the studio, and they were highly motivated, showing great creativity, and he was well impressed with the knowledge of the live service. However, he also felt that there's room for improvement from a business perspective with regards to areas such as the use of business expenses and assume accountability for development timelines. And they hope to continue the dialogue with um, Bungie. So, yeah, they got a little slap on the wrist, I think along with the reminder that we got like a couple of months back saying that basically if Bungie don't hit certain financial goals, then Sony do have the option to kind of take over and dissolve the board and assume full really? control of the company. We oh, talked oh, oh, about oh. this, remember? Yes, but I didn't retain it. Okay, well, I'm reminding you. <laughs> so I think then publicly saying something like this is like a little slap on the wrist of like, come on, you, you're doing good, but we want you to do better. And if you, know, you don't, we will. Theoretically. Well, uh, yeah, possibly. Yeah. So, I mean, another I, reason why we haven't heard anything from the high ups like Luke Smith. So, actually, question for the both yes. of you. I have no answer to this. That's mm-hmm. excellent. As far as first person shooters or looter shooters or any kind of shooters, yes. Xbox has the Halo series, very famous for it, Call of Duty, things like that, right? And Gears of War. I like Gears of War. Gears of War, yep. Mm hmm. Has there been anything that Sony as a company has put out aside from, you know, putting in like Destiny 2 to their platform, right? Have they developed themselves any first person shooters like ever? You're asking the wrong group of people who have been on Xbox since the beginning of time. Right. No, so So why? That's what I'm wondering. Because they're like, oh, we're going to come in. If you don't do this, then we'll take over. I get that. But if you don't have experience making first-person no, shooters, but I think I think the they, thing they, is they don't they don't need uh, uh, this is this is year ten. They don't need the experience making it. They need the experience shepherding it. You, they're they're not building. They're not. I mean, they can look around and see what else has been done. Like like, and this isn't about how you're going to build the game. This is more how you're managing things. This is you know management of timeline of people and money. Like that uh-huh. they can do, I presume, as yeah, they have it's, lots it's of Sony business. Is, yeah. Sony are saying that they can do that bit. So basically, we can do the better kind of like management of the people that you've got because the people that you've got are amazing. You know, they've said this that they're you know highly motivated, great creativity, and and well impressive knowledge of the live service. So mm-hmm. the people that are working under the management are fine. It's the management that I think should be a bit worried of. Like we need to get things sorted and get things straightened with what we're doing. Don't worry about what the lower people are doing because they're doing fantastic, according to Sony. We need to sort out what we're doing. So it's it's that that kind of they kind of need to worry about. 
Yeah, but, I mean, wouldn't things be different from a first-person shooter kind of thing? Like, just management-wise, time-wise, how long it takes to do certain things? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Because I'm looking no. at all of the first-person shooters that, that Sony's had in the last... <clears throat> since PlayStation 1, right? Yeah. Doom. Doom was on everything, right? Battlefield, on everything. Call of Duty, on everything. Freaking uh, Far Cry, on everything. Rainbow Six, on everything. Metro. Right. All right. these, all the none of these right. are Sony specific, you know. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, but but who's who's making them? Like, 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 if you're asking, like, what's coming to the PlayStation? Like, are they Sony run or owned companies versus where do the game? You know, exclusives. Just because it's a Sony exclusive doesn't mean it's a good or bad game. It just means it's a Sony exclusive. Well, no, we, that, I'm know, not saying I mean, uh, I'm saying things that Sony themselves have developed that didn't come from. He, yeah, know, he's kind of he's looking for like a Halo. Yeah, the, like the exactly. equivalent of Halo, yes. basically. Yes. Halo is the Xbox thing. Um, yes. What have PlayStation got to kind of answer that? He's asking, basically. Well, well, well right. Well, so who does Sony own? Because, because I mean, Xbox owned Bungie. Bungie made Halo. So who does Sony own? And have they made shooters? That's the question you're asking. I don't know because I don't know who Sony owns. Nope, no idea. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, just, I've, I've done a quick it. Google and I I can't find anything. I think there was. Um, uh, when PlayStation 3 was around and PlayStation 4. Um, I can't remember the name of the games, but they, they must have died off. Um, none of these that... Well, Gorilla. Okay, they own Gorilla. Okay, I know Gorilla. All right. Um, anything besides Gorilla? No. None of these are really famous for first-person shooters. Just, just Gorilla. Oh, Haven. Oh, Insomniac. Okay, they own Insomniac. So... They do now. Yeah. Are they, well, it says 1994, so it's... No, I'm sorry. You're right. As of 2019, I stand corrected. Naughty Dog is another one. Okay. So I, they, they've got some pretty big names under their ownership. Yeah. Well, well yeah. I mean, that was, I mean okay. that's why they Fair were interested in Bungie from the, from the live service game perspective. I don't know yeah. about the first-person shooter. I kind of feel like those probably go hand-in-hand hand at this point, but... Mm. I don't um. know. Yeah, no. Again, you're asking the wrong group of people about the history of PlayStation things. Well, Don't know. The, my, my, the only reason I was even asking is because they're coming in saying we're going to take over your first-person shooter franchise, but you don't really have any experience managing first-person shooter franchises. You're known for like the Final Fantasy series, is role-playing the, yes, games. They're, they're, right, right, they right, can but, manage a franchise, is what they're saying. We can manage a franchise. You guys are doing slightly poor at this. Buck your game up because the people right. you've got under you are the fantastic people that we can use to yeah. excel this franchise. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Somebody, Sony's not trying to say, Sony's not trying to say, build this, build that, build this kind of gaming stuff. They're trying to say, okay, you want to build this? What's a realistic time frame? You want to build yeah. this? Okay, here's a realistic budget for building that thing. They're not trying to do content. Yeah. They're trying to say, you've got people, you've got a budget, you've got a time frame. let's set these to be realistic. Yes, and you've got, you've got a storyboard, let's make a movie. Yeah. Well, and I think half the reason was because they came, they they went from being with Activision to being an indie studio and being independent. And I think that's probably harmed them now going with Sony because Sony want the accountability, they want the kind of the structure in there. And Bungie have probably kind of tripping over themselves to get to that point. And Sony are like coming in and going, "Well, we don't like the way you've done this. We don't like the way you've done that." Because from a business perspective, you're bleeding money. So it was probably fine when you were an indie studio and you were kind of 
doing your own thing, but now you're under us. We want a bit more structure and we want to know where this is kind of going. Yeah. But basically you're making good content, but you're garbage at managing getting that content out (laughs) and how much money you're spending on it because of that. And why, oh, why did you abandon PVP? Because PVP is the lifeblood of a game when you're not giving them content 24 seven. The thing that you want to be in people's, you know, in, in the top of the Twitch streams and people are watching, that's the PvP side. The I got to say, y'all events just broke are great. when you said that, because I don't like PvP. And when you said that, my mind immediately went to, no, you're wrong, because... But, because but you're raids not. and things, or <laughs> you're, you're getting carries you're for things. You're absolutely right, like, and I hate the fact that you're right about that. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, because honestly, I mean, who's... I mean... Who's watching people play a lot of PvE? I mean, yes, there are many people that do. I'm not saying that you know this is not a thing, but in terms of pure, I mean, the big P, the big streamers of Destiny are PvP streamers. Mm. I mean, yeah, they're PvE streamers too, but like the ones that would come to mind immediately, what are they doing? You know, you know, either solo, you know, soloing PvE content, which is hey, I you know, basically akin to watching professional sports. I'm I really mean, good at this thing. Watch honest. me do they're it. Playing Power World or Hell Divers. I mean, legit. Most likely, they're probably right. playing Power World or Hell or Hell Divers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you 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 had three tiers to your video game. You've completely abandoned one of them. You basically abandoned the other, and you kind of pretend like you care about the third. But let's be honest. What have you done with, other than like rotating things through GMs and stuff? What what have you done with Nightfalls? What have you done with Strikes? Like, what have you really done with that? Yeah. Other than, you know, again, balancing passes and hey, weapons are recycling through, but like, yeah, there's there's a couple different nodes there to play, but th- nothing's really happened with that either. You basically set the game on cruise control and been like, here you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think they, they realized that very late on in the game, and that's why they've kind of suddenly done a big U-turn and gone, you know what, you guys were right, PvP should be the thing that we kind of look at to kind of iterate on and make better so that you can play something during the downtime if you still want to play this game. And we need to focus on that because we haven't given you maps. We haven't given you X, Y, and Z to get people to keep playing. Yes, we can kind of keep doing the content we can every kind of three to four months, but there needs to be something in that downtime. We we just can't rely on what we've kind of currently got going. So it needed to kind of be addressed. And and I did finally find Paul Tassi's tweet about ah. so so it's it's two different people you know basically two different accounts talking yes uh, you know some some gaming at a at zero a zero x zero according to VG two twenty four seven Bungie Studio supervised Arrowhead Studio development for Helldivers two for a considerable considerable period and the latter expressed fears over the game's inability to keep players engaged for a long period before taking several tips and instructions from Bungie and then. Uh, Somebody else, you know, again, some another person, Tiger CA one two three, quoting I guess the same VG twenty seven twenty four seven article. Arrowhead Game Studios, Helldivers two developer, apparently flagged some concerns over the Bungie multiplayer game marathon, being able to quote keep players engaged for a long period of time, resulting in a reassessment. So basically, you know, basically reporting that both studios were concerned about the other studio's work, and none of that proved to be real. It was all. I don't know. If, I don't know if it was a fake article because there's no links no. to the to, to the to the article they're apparently quoting. But you know, but you don't the, normally get Paul Tassi all... involved and Paul right. Tassi retweeting something if it isn't kind of. He he normally does a lot of fact checking before he kind of 
put something out there because a lot of people rely on him for his information. So that, that's yeah. why I kind of didn't realize that it might have been a fake news thing. Yeah, yeah, because I did the same thing because he's because he tweeted basically saying, "Sorry, what the heck exactly happened here?" And then you know, further down in in him replying to himself, saying, "Saying this never seemed real, and no, it's not real. Hold your YouTube videos." And Destiny Bulletin is like and your AI articles. <laughs> so, yeah, just going. This seems fishy, and yeah, sure enough. But I think there fishy. were there were a lot. Of, well, from what I've seen, I've seen a lot of TikToks of, of people reacting to this. I was like, okay, <laughs> this is news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and going to you know video game twenty four seven. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's there's lots of Helldivers two news, but none of it is this. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. So yeah, lots of people can allegedly link to things and go, yeah, these studios did. Yeah, that was the thing. I was like, I'm pretty sure I saw it was BS, but yeah, it was nice to find it and go, yeah, that's that's not a thing that really happened in the world. No. So shall we talk about this week at Bungie for the 22nd of the second 2024, or should we just ignore it? I mean, I mean, there's really nothing in there. I'm I, I'm honestly holding out hope for what is obviously going to be the 10,000 word Gambit article that's coming out next week. Uh, all, all their big plans from the, from the Gambit strike team. That's, that's clearly what's going to happen next, right? We, we've gotten, you know, 12,000 words on PVP. So Gambit's next, right? Well, you would, you would right? know because you are on the Gambit strike team. You are the only member on the Gambit strike team here. I it, clearly, truly there's, there <laughs> is nobody else. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, just, just put the crickets here. Just, Okay. I mean, I was playing Gambit earlier before you pressured me to play Trials, so you know. Well, yeah, well, because I'm waiting for my breakneck to get a target lock, so I can go farm a bunch of breaknecks. <laughs> so apparently, you all enjoyed their extensive sandbox update from last week, so they thought they'd give us another one this week. So, oh, yay! Have you got your reading glasses, Respawn? No, because they're ready to share. Lots of information. Oh, I'm so overjoyed by this. As Parody kind of alluded to at the beginning, it's like there's a lot of feelings to this twelve. There's a lot more kind of explanation of how they felt and how they want kind of do things. But you can break it down to kind of bullet points, and hopefully we can do that for you. But the topics for this week are the PvP Strike Team update, accessibility and console UI updates. Prophecy Dungeon Weapon Update and the hashtag Normandy Crew Winners. What do we want? Normandy Crew Winners? Yeah. Yeah, the fashion what? contest. Oh. So, so, so what do we want, Night Demon? We want, since the strike team was formed, the bulk of their work has been crucible maps, rewards, game modes, sandbox issues, and matchmaking. So, Which is what we've kind of asked for for a long time. All, all of the game? Like, like all, all of PvP is, is what I'm hearing? <laughs> Basically, work on PvP other than weapons because you have a whole team for that. Yeah, yeah. But what's the fun in that? I mean, I mean, they do admit to the fact that you know the Crucible experience is meant to be unique, but it hasn't kind of been that for some time. And mm-hmm. I can attest to that. This week, right? I haven't managed to. I haven't for this season. I haven't kind of done my placements for comp. And I thought, you know, Parody keeps talking about this weapon in comp, and I'll, I'll see if I can go and get one. And I think I've done three games or four games out of seven. I loaded up a, tried to load up comp this week. I sat in a one queue for half an hour yeah. to try and get my placements. And it just kept going three, four, five, back down to three, two, one, five, three, 
to <laughs> for half an hour. And then the game went, you know what? We can't find anybody. Go and find something else to play. And I'm like, for a half of an hour? Yep. Yeah. It's, I've noticed that even, honestly, Gambit had the same experience trying to find matches. The, the times have gotten longer and longer. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the same thing. Again, I haven't played competitive in the last week or so. But before that, when I was spending the time going through comp to get the Belisariuses, yeah, like even even me, uh, you know, silver level, whatever, you know, a, a know nothing. I'm not good at this. Trying to get into this game mode, there, it, it took forever to get into matches. There's there's no there's no you know no one's playing it. Yeah, and I think that's no one's going that was in. my worry a long time ago that this would be the kind of case that we'd get to this part of the season and the drop off of players. It, has been quite significant so that you know even players coming in don't go into comp because it's like one of those kind of anomalies they they kind of gravitate towards control and with sparrow control this week i thought you know i'm just going to go and play regular control because i'll i'll just I'll, i just want to play and and just have a little bit of fun before i kind of go go off and do like the grandmasters so even getting into normal control it, i know it's a drop down box and a lot of people might not know that but even that took a couple of minutes to kind of get into whereas normally it flicks up pretty quick for a control match and you're in there and i think one of the games we were like five on five before loads of people dropped out and we kind of stomped the other team bless them we went down to i think we went up to six players they went down to three it was like how is this fair but it's yeah the the matchmaking for these things in the last month or so has been very spotty so yeah i'm glad that we are adjusting what they're going to adjust. And I know they told us this a long time ago that yes, they formed a PVP strike team. Yes. They're going to be looking at doing these things, but do you guys think that this has kind of come a little, little teeny win a bit too late? Not really. Um, they still have some lifeblood. If Sony, if Sony really gets involved, I think, right. No, no, so- take out the Sony thing, but I'm, I'm, I'm just talking about from Bungie at the moment, trying to keep destiny alive. I think that they should have kind of addressed this maybe for the beginning of Lightfall. This should have been something that kind of re even if Lightfall didn't hit the expectation goals of a lot of players, it was kind of a little lackluster with story and how people thought it was going to kind of land. If there was this in the place of the PVP to keep people going, I think it would have been a different kind of, it would have been a different game, but it would have been a different conversation going forward of this game is in a healthy state. You know, the, the story was meh, but, you know, we've got all this cool stuff with Strand. We've got a little bit more with story. We've got this, we've got that. And the PvP thing is kind of thriving. I think forming that team when they did was a little bit too late, and hopefully they can get some people to kind of come back. But I'm not... Um, I'm not entirely sure if it is going to get picked. I think we've lost a lot of players due to various different things and the 10 years fatigue on the game, even though some of us are still here and enjoying it just as we did kind of day one of destiny one. I think a lot of people have kind of moved on playing different games. I think looking at the breadth of things they're addressing with this strike team, just again, it's not surprising to anybody who's been paying attention or complaining about it. They let, they let everything go. They just stopped yeah. work on everything. Like if, if you had taken these, you know, these five things, you know, maps, rewards, modes, sandbox issues, matchmaking, and address those one at a time over the past two or three years, 
you'd be in a much better spot. You wouldn't have to be saying, we have to address everything because we've just ignored everything for years. I think this is, I don't want to say, I mean, too little too late for a lot of people. Like, might it lead to good changes? Yeah, this, this is foundation. Like, this is, I can't remember if it was Ascendant Nomad this week who was saying, you know, this is, this is not a change that's going to bring anybody back to the game. This is hopefully setting up for post-final shape a place where they can continue to make good these changes, but that is absolutely reliant on them continuing to make changes, them continuing to invest. This can't be a, hey, we set up a strike team for a year to try to address all these things, and then they're going to vanish into thin air again, and we're going to go back to putting PvP where Gambit is, saying, yeah, it exists, you could absolutely play it, but we're never yeah. going to think about it or touch it or do anything with it ever again. I mean, like you said, it's nice to hear that, you know, they, they've acknowledged that it is kind of not optimal. It's resulting in subpar gameplay experience for players. And the current crop of maps has not been updated in some time in terms of spawns, ammo crates, locations, zones, etc. And it's kind of exacerbated the issue that they continue to add new modes to old maps. An example of this being Rift being used for Clash and Control, like Disjunction and Citadel and Convergence and Cathedral of Dusk. So these huge maps just being used for all these other kind of game modes. I, th- I think I was listening to DCP and they were saying Rumble on like uh, Disjunction is ridiculous. And I, d- I haven't played Rumble in some time, you know, but just hearing the fact that Rumble is a six player kind of game mode and Disjunction is kind of one of the biggest maps that they've got it's like running to find somebody before you kind of like half an hour so it's yeah it's it's just like they've gone well we'll just put that there that there that there that there you know and just forget about it but they they've acknowledged it and they are kind of going to do stuff about it so already live the initial map spawning quality of life pass has already kind of been done and they've addressed spawning traps for altar of flame cauldron endless veil midtown and meltdown so the update 7.3.5, which is going to be happening on March 5th, the additional map spawning quality of life pass. So we're going to pass it again. Uh, they're addressing spawn traps for Eternity and Fortress. Um, I'm not so sure with them. Um, uh, do, do you guys find that Eternity and Fortress, you get spawn traps? Some of the other ones, yes, so it, like Cauldron, where it's a little bit smaller and Ultra of Flame, Endless Veil, definitely. I'm not so sure with the others, but obviously they're kind of happening. They're removing all backfield spawns for non-rift modes. So Citadel, which is the big one, Cathedral of Dusk, Disjunction, and Convergence. So all the big maps, you're going to spawn nearer kind of the action. Good. Hopefully not on top of an enemy player. So there is that to look forward to, maybe. This will effectively make these maps play 30 to 50% smaller than they do currently. So even though they're going to be big maps, there's going to be like just an area that you'll kind of be in to play. So. You can still run to the corners and snipe people if you want to, but take your ages to get back. Bungie, when are we getting hide-and-seek mode? If you're going to give me a massive map <laughs> with six people on it, give me hide-and-seek. Let isn't, me play competitive hide-and-seek. Like no. No. It should be, though. L- let me go flawless on hide-and-seek hide seek PvP. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, the fact that they're saying you know, these will play up to, you know, up to 50% smaller uh, hello did, did again i mean again they admitted they they did not think this through they they put massive massive maps and small amounts of players on them uh, come on guys yeah I, at least we're finally admitting these things but as, as someone who has run a marathon in disjunction to get back into the action 
playing any game mode there. That's yeah. not the one where you get the this, sparrows. This this should have been and done if a you get sparrow control, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it, if it was better control, but yeah, it, it, I mean, as the new map you brought us, and then you spend half your time enjoying the scenery of the new map, but not actually playing in the new map. Yeah, even the new map is huge. It's like, yep, guys, you had your chance, you didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, again, like, why why are we not getting? Why didn't we not get this forever ago? Yeah, do, do we not? Again, you, you can't just let everything go and go. We gave you a map. And then we give you a second map. Yeah, and? (laughs) (laughs) So major tunings of the initial spawning for heavy ammo crates and tiebreaker zones located locations for all maps are going to be implemented on the 5th. They're also making changes to their workflow that will allow them to make updates to the above variables more easily. Uh, And in future, they'll be able to move more quickly to address issues with map imbalancing and spawning. So, for example, the next time Digcliffs returns for trials, it will have a chance... Uh, it will have changes to the spawn zones and heavy ammo placement to make it balanced. So our game really? is so old and the systems are so old and those also haven't been updated. It takes us a long time to make any changes to anything that you all want, which yes. is exacerbating the problem. And we are going to get three new maps and they will be focused on 3v3 game modes, but they will still kind of be in the 6v6 play yeah, the 6v6 game modes. So including uh, Dominion, Clash, Survival, and our newest mode, Collision. So the new maps that are going to be added in May. So surely this would have been better at the bottom to go, right, this isn't in the, the March 5th, but in May you're going to be getting these. So we've got Eventide Labs, which is on Europa. So our first map for Europa should have come with Beyond Light, but it's um, coming now. How many years after after we do not talk about this? Into the game. <laughs> you immediately hit his button. <laughs> How many times have people said, "Wouldn't it be cool to have a have a Europa map in in the game?" Since we have Europa, yeah, I vaguely yeah. remember us kind of speculating when we were talking about different things, and they were saying that the environments were kind of going to be having an effect on us. And I, I said to you guys, I remember playing Gears of War two on the three sixty. And there was a map that had a snowfall in the middle of it. You could be playing around and then suddenly sirens would go off and this big avalanche would come down and destroy half the map. And if you were in that section, you would die, but then it would change the landscape of that map. You could then use that to get onto other different things. And we were kind of speculating, this would be amazing if Destiny could implement this. Sadly, no. We we just got weather um, that, that blows our sparrow around a bit. We we had this whole conversation about the dynamic weather system we were going to have in Europa, <laughs> yeah. and it's going to have changing weather conditions, and we all speculated what that could mean. Nothing. It turns out nothing is what that meant. No. If you sit on your sparrow for too long, you get blown around and off the edge of a map. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So AFK control via weather? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sirius Plaza for Neomuna, and Dissonance, which is the terraformed pyramid ship. Don't know where that terraformed pyramid ship is. It's just terraformed somewhere. But if it's terraformed, it's probably got plants growing in it, a bit like Nezarek ship. You know, they Maybe had it is that on one, ship. remember that one raid where you ha- you were riding the tank and you had to like um, put the tank pieces together to get the tank moving again, and then it was you know moving. How cool would it be to have two moving tanks? That wasn't a tank facing each other. That was a death zamboni. And you had to fight <laughs> while staying on the tank. Well, sorry, the Death Zamboni. 
right? Yeah. If you fell off, you fell off, right? And, you know, so having that as a threat, but it itself is the map. I mean, obviously, that's never going to happen. But it's a cool idea that it I just cool made idea. up, you know. Okay. Ross Eric. Ros Arago the Fourth. That is a strong family name you've got there, bro. It's also a wonderful auto rifle. Is it? Is it yeah. really good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the that's that's the one that's a world drop that's almost impossible to to get a hold of because it's just a random world drop. I just and, got uh, one. It it can be really good. So yeah, check, and check I have, it has one before you trash it. Golden tricorn. That looks yummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. With no, small it's, bore, it's, a ranged masterwork. Yeah, no, that that that's a fun weapon. So when you think maps, think May maps, May maps, May May maps, yes, May maps, May day, May day, new maps incoming. That's May the, the one. May the maps Every, happen in May. Everything else that's kind of being talked about now, March fifth. <laughs> but maps are May. Yes, so we just kind of stuck in there going. Oh, by the way, these will, these will come in May. So, and you know what we've been asking for for some time. Throwing more grenades? Apart from that, what we've been asking, not shacks, what we have. I mean, I like throwing more grenades. I just don't uh, have them very often. Might it be rewards, rewards, and rewards? It mm. possibly could be. So how would you, as a PvP main, like to be rewarded as much as a PvE person? I don't I know. Would, Who's this guy that you're talking to? I would I'm love talking it. to Parody. I would love it, and and I would absolutely wish that this happened two years ago. But um, yeah, you know, I I would love to be rewarded with maybe maybe some end game loot. Maybe I don't know something that would really make my investment in PvP worthwhile. They've they've already hooked you in at this point. They've already hooked you in because it's already live in the game. They've increased the end of match rewards, including Glimmer, because they we need Glimmer for everything, and a higher chance for enhancement cores and crucible engrams. And they've created double reward boosters for PvP. If you can find it, or if you know which week it's up, it's this week and it's next week. Just going to tell you now. Or if you go and play labs. And you've also had weapon focusing. And they've also added a second tier to the competitive weekly challenge that awards Ascendant Alloys. Oh, which Berry did tell us about a couple of weeks back when he was playing competitive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I picked a good time to start because I finally started paying attention to it again. And it turns out I picked an even better time to start because they're going to give me more things. All of the well, things? What's you picked things? a good time. I, I did not pick a good time because I still, still can't get placed. So I need to be placed before I can kind of get these upcoming rewards. So in the future, they're going to be offering two major incentives for continued success throughout the week. Do you want to know the first one? It's going to be exciting. I do. Hold on to your hats if you've got a hat on. Fancy hat held. Artifice armor in competitive crucible. Mm-hmm. Respawn? What, like I play? <laughs> Maybe you might want a bit of, you know, artifice armor. I want artifice armor, for sure, but A, is it going to be high rolled? B, can yes. focus it? Probably not. C, you have to play PvP. And well, you actually, don't, you, know, you, you have don't to in PvP, actually. You, you don't you have, have to play PvP to get Artifice Armor. Now, for, for me, explain to me what Artifice Armor is and why I would like it. Artifice Armor gives you an extra slot on your armor that, for free, you can add any stat that you have. So, you know, discipline, uh, 
strength, mobility, whatever, right? Any one of these stats, you can add for free a stat that gives you plus three points to that stat in that armor. And if you have artifice in every slot, you know, you have, what, five slots, four slots, three slots, two slots, one slot? Mm -hmm. You have five slots, and each one gives you three points towards the stat. That is potentially 15 extra stat points overall in your whole armor crafting, build crafting world. So that's why so you if, if you're missing out on kind of a few stats here and there to get you to the next level in kind of getting mm -hmm. 90 in resilience or 80 in recovery and things like that, this could help tip you over the edge. So this is why people want the Artifice Armor, and which is why... Is it only available in Master Raids and Master Dungeons at the moment? Yes, at the moment, yes. Okay, so this is this is a good way for people that you know, even PVE players that can't do master stuff can possibly get into competitive crucible, okay. be placed, and get these to drop. Yes, no, I don't know. You tell yeah. me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm really curious because they say you know, for the first time, Destiny PvP because you waited so long. Artifice armor competitive, the high stat armor will be obtainable as a reward from the new third tier in the Competitive Division Weekly Challenge. So I'm curious what the third tier is going to be. Is it just, I assume it's just play more games. You know, continue to play games, and then you'll have a chance for this to drop. Yes. I will, again, you know, you, you want to drive engagement. That's how you drive engagement. I don't have to win. I don't have to go flawless. I don't have to get seven wins in a row. I just have to keep at it to add people to the pool so poor 90 men can get in and get placed. So people will actually play the mode and give them a reason because... Of all the weapons of the game that I can't store in my vault because I'm out of room, Artifice Armor can kick out other armor. Artifice Armor is free points. It's free stats in things. Yeah. Like, uh, like I think the only thing I have is I've got, like, a class item on the Warlock and a class item on the Titan. I basically deleted all the rest of my class items because I don't need them because I've got the one I need. It gives me three extra stats. Well, you, you say and, that. And that, was, and that was only from brokenly farming a dungeon one week when it was, <laughs> you could, you know, shove the boss off the edge. Like, I don't have Artifice Armor, so this is my route to having Artifice Armor, and I'm excited for that. Apparently makes a good point that I have to bring out. You don't actually well, get it from raids. It's only dungeons that you get the Artifice Armor from. Well, the only reason I said I was questioning the Master Raids is because I heard DCP say Master Raids and Dungeons, and I'm thinking, I'm like 99% sure it's just from the dungeons. But if they're saying it and they're DCP, they might know more than me. Turns out no. no. Turns out no. Okay. Fair enough. We, we know more than them. Ha! Ha 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 I remember now. getting different armor from the raids. Maybe it's something else. Artifice armor will continue to have a chance to drop on further victory. So if you just keep playing after the, the weekly challenge, you get further drops on victories. Um, and they will be the year one crucible gear to give it a new lease of life. So if you don't know what that was called, it was called the Sword Flight 4.1 for the Hunters with the Binary Phoenix Cloak, the Phoenix Strafe Type Zeros for the Titan and Binary Phoenix Mark, and the Anika Seeker 4 with the Binary Phoenix for the Warlocks. So that's pretty cool. The only thing that I did think about this is, yes, it's a good idea to get the Artifice Armor. There's there's no downside to getting Artifice Armor to replace your existing armor sets. Apart from armor sets that give you bonuses, say, in Iron no. Banner? 
No. Yes, because none of, if n- none of those no. none of those bonuses have ever been useful. I have yes. I, I have I have never no. I have never looked at those bonuses and thought that's what I'm going to take in there. Nope. What no. bonus? What bonus? The iron the iron banner them. bonus. No, the iron banner bonus. What does I can, that even do? I I can I can put an ornament on and it does the same thing. So I no, don't need the armor piece. It doesn't. So if you have a full set of iron gear, so that could be the iron forerunner, it could be any of the other iron yeah, sets. Yeah. What does it out. do? Okay, so the the perk that you get on it is the Iron Lord's Pride grants a chance to receive an enhancement prism. So you know oh. the prisms as a reward at the end of an Iron Banner match. Yeah. Each yeah, yeah. piece of armor you wear with this perk on it increases the chance of receiving an enhancement prism yep. uh, to a maximum of four pieces. So you can wear four pieces and your exotic and have a really high chance at getting the enhancement cause. And I find that to be a very good farm of my enhancement cause, as well as having the ghost mod on that gives me a chance at the end of a crucible match to get enhancement cause and enhancement prisms. So I I see the stats, but I, I want it on things like trials armor. If trials armor would kind of, because that's high level PVP as well as competitive it should be in the trials flawless chest. It should be available for trials players to get because we'll come on to the trials changes and also maybe in iron banner to get a chance with these perks on there. I'm not happy because that's my vault is crying still. And now we're adding more stuff to make my vault cry even more. Where's the vault strike team. (laughs) Can we get one of those? Can we, can we put it together? I will. I will. I will allow you. I, give me the Volt Strike Team before the Gambit Strike Team. Let's let's tackle that one first. Oh dear. Speaking so, of oh dear, uh, in so many of today's games, I've had people with Asian uh, names in the chat just yeah, umping my team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, but right. I, I did see that you've won a couple of games. I, yeah. I won two. You're, you're still exactly, fired. exactly a couple. Yes, that is the there right you go. term. Yeah. You're, you're still flawless, yeah. so it's all good. They're down. No, They're down. I, I might be the, the, I lost the, last round. That's not me. I'm uh, dead. He's also dead. Sorry. You know it's a bit behind when I'm watching. That's oh, okay. Is it? oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So so all this lovely year one armor, which you're going to have, then you're immediately going to put an ornament on, so you'll never know what it looks like again, um, will drop from Crucible, from Competitive. They're going to keep the, art, the Artifice armor drops in the dungeons, in the dungeon. So you're not going to get the dungeon armor in, in PVP. That you still have to go into the dungeon to get that. But, but you could go into the dungeon, get the armor, and then transmog it to look like it's that. Well, there you go. Yeah. And, and with know, that, don't forget to go and collect your Ada 1 bounties before the 5th because they get reset. They are being reset. Definitely, we've been told they will reset. You will lose out if you do not collect your Ada 1 bounties for your. See, transmog, basically. I have to interject. This is exactly, exactly why I can't wait for the new PvP changes. My entire team just got slid shotgunned, and he was picking up ammo on his way and just kind of kept going. So mm-hmm, yeah. the whole special economy that everyone's complaining about, oh, it's going to slow the game down? Good. Yeah, that, that's what the rest of us with slow reflex, yeah. reflexes and wanting to see uh, want. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, 8 to 1, bounties, collect them before the 5th, Get them done before the fifth, because you get a new set of ten per character to do your transmog. There you go. Already, yeah. I'm ready for it. But are you ready for another key change in the update coming March fifth? The increased drop chance well, for exotic weapon catalysts on victories. Like the artifice armor, it'll offer a meaningful way to uh, 
upgraded Guardian's power while rewarding the continued competitive success. So if there's still, you know, it'd be nice to know what catalysts could drop on victories, but if there's catalysts you're missing because they come from PvP, you'll well, have a better chance to get those. Mida definitely, because that is one that drops mm-hmm. in the competitive playlist. And they took it away from, like, doing the... I think you had to kind of max out your ranking competitive to get it, to just kind of get to a certain point in competitive and it would drop. And now it's kind of just random as long as you're playing competitive. So things like that are good for new players coming in or players that have kind of missed out on getting some of these uh, catalysts. So, yeah. Yeah, not unhappy about that. Yeah, so... In competitive, you know, what's our actual change coming March 5th? Uh, you know, they're adding that third tier that'll give the new Artifice Armor. The tier will be unlocked for all players who re- reach a rank of gold three or above each season. So, gotta work my way out of silver to gold. That's what you're telling me. Got it. Uh, this tier will require match victories instead of completions. Okay, so I have to just keep playing until I eventually win some. Which, again, because it matches you with other people in your rank... You know, unless they're blowing by you to get up to their platinum status where they want to go. I've found the competitive matches I've played largely actually competitive. You know, playing against yeah. people about my skill level. I'm not, you know, every now and again you get somebody blowing by you on their way on their way up, but then it goes back to people more or less at your rank. So, you know, I'm okay with that. Uh, and upon completion of the challenge, each victory thereafter will have a chance to drop Artifice Armor and the drop rates will increase alongside of your rank. So if you do continue to play and do continue to slowly tick your way up the rankings, you'll get more chances at armor and more armor. I'll take yeah. that. And, uh, and they'll also have the increased chance to drop the exotic weapon catalyst on victories. So play games, win games, artifice armor. And, and I'm perfectly happy with the artifice armor being a, you know, on a win drop, not just, not just go in and beat my head against the wall to get it. But, you know, if, if it's going to, you know, go to a master dungeon or play PVP, yeah, I'm happy to win at PvP to get a chance at this. If that's it, you know, since it's not yeah. a master dungeon completion. Fair enough. So for the competitive ranks, we have untested, copper tier three to one, bronze tier three to one, silver tier three to one, and then it goes goes gold three uh, up to one before you hit platinum. So you, you do have a good chance of getting in gold tier three to get these rewards. Sorry, I am currently a silver two, so I'm you know slowly, Ooh, slowly, there. Working, slowly working my way up there. Silver one, and then gold three to go, and then you mm-hmm. know you possibly could get into platinum or adept or even ascendant. Mm, no, I said possibly. There, there's always a possibility. What's that, lower than bronze three? Untested. Uh, untested. Untested. What's lower than untested? Uh, not playing it. Oh. Uh, uninstalling the game. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> Dirt 3 is the lowest rank you can get. <laughs> so Trials, already live. They've added a 50% chance to get Ooh. Trials weapons on wins, yeah, as they have. can attest. <laughs> so even losing gets you a chance at the Trials weapon to be dropped, yeah? Or is it not? Well, that's wrong. Have you figured it out yet? <laughs> yeah, again, no, I wasn't paying any attention when they were throwing weapons at me last weekend. I got, I got one summoner on a win so far. That was no, it. No, you didn't. Not summoner. Uh, the the pulse. Uh, <laughs> messenger. Messenger. The other ER. There, there you go. The other. I was, like, I was like, I can guarantee you, you did not get that. You got something, I'm sure, but not that one. <laughs> How can you guarantee that? Because it's, it's not out yet. It's not in the game yet. That don't matter. 
<laughs> Apparently, people are getting into the next DLC, and that ain't in the game yet. So, you know, potato tomato. <laughs> I thought so. So, with update 7.3.5 coming on March 5th, this will be updated to exclusively drop the weekly weapon reward to better allow target farming of the specific weapon you want. So, as we said, the summoner will be dropping on the week starting March 12th, which is the Tuesdays, but trials isn't up then. You have to wait about three days, so March 15th, I guess. is. So that what, weekend, yeah. Summoner. Why did you say it that way, Ethan? Okay, that's, 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 that's kind of nice. Because, yeah, because I mean, last week I, I got, I got I mean, a couple of messengers, a couple of the glaives, a couple of the trace rifles, a bunch of the sniper rifles. Like, it was yeah. it was just a, a plethora of, yeah, I mean, I probably ended up with about 10 or 12 weapons overall. Like, again, from just, and I never got above, I think, I think four wins was the best I ever did. And then I, basically just let the card go flawed and reset it a couple times. Cause you get up to like five or six wins on the card and then it really starts, even with a flawed card, I was just getting stomped. So I'm going, I'm just going to reset this. I, I don't care. I'm not trying to go anywhere with it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they were throwing weapons at me, so it's, and it was, it was just a hodgepodge of different stuff. So I'm kind of happy that I can, you can sort of target, you know, if you're going to go in and say, Oh, let me go beat my head against this particular wall. At least I can go get a bunch of summoners or a bunch of messengers or a bunch of igneous hammer, you know, whatever the thing is you're trying to get. I see. So I do and like no, that change. Beating your head against something is definitely is definitely what's happening because my heart rate mm-hmm. is pounding right now. <laughs> yeah. We'll see again. We're we're not trying to go flawless. We're just trying to participate and make make the numbers go up. That's the thing it. is, I would like to go flawless. I don't like being crap at PC trials, but you know what? It's just <laughs> you're on the PC playing trial. That was your first mistake. Yeah, I know, I know, I get it, but, but it's just so aggravating. What they what have? What they, are they, they added for us? Well, they said uh, added flawed ca- flawed card rewards, but I'm guessing that's with update because it's the sentence before that says with update seven point three point five. It says added flawed card rewards. And then we move into update 3.5 again. They're making changes to the following trials passages. So for Passage of Ferocity, if you have not been flawless for that week, Respawn, losses after three wins will reset you back to three wins instead of going right back and flooring your card. So as long as you're wait, kind hold of... On, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Losses after three wins? Wait, what? So you get three wins. Yes. Yeah. You get a fourth win. Yeah. You get a fifth win, yeah, and then then you lose. Yeah. So instead of flooring your card completely, it will take you back to three wins. So you oh. can start three wins and go back up to see is if you get. Is that every time, seven. or is that just the one time, like like a mercy card on the passage of ferocity, coming with seven point three point five on March? Right, 5th. but is that is that every time or just the yes. once that it yes. does that? Yes, every time it, it basically it basically gives you a backstop of you can only you know once you hit that pillar of three. You could only go back down to three. You can't go beyond that. That might not be too bad. I don't yeah, mind so that. instead of kind of having to reset your whole card again, it takes you to three, and then you can go build yourself back up. Uh, they have a new passage of persistence. So losses following a win will remove the win from your card. Consecutive losses do not remove additional wins. So getting to seven wins grants you a drop of the weekly adept weapon, regardless of how many losses you have taken. So this works similar to the the passage of ferocity, whereas if you get to five games and you lose, it will take you down to four. It will kind of floor your card, so you don't get to go to the lighthouse. 
But then if you win, say, another two games, you go up to six. Mm-hmm. You win another game, you go up to seven. You get the adept. You get the adept. Yeah, you get the adept weapon. So, but if if to say you got to your sixth game, uh, or yeah, you would, yeah, you got to your sixth game and you lost again, it would t- only take you down to five. Even if you lost like the next three or four games, it would only it would backstop you to the fifth game before you then got to your two wins. How do you feel about that one? I mean, it's it's worth it. You know, I just I got to get to those three wins, which seems near impossible. No, 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 no. The passage of persistence is different. Oh, I'd lost track because I was getting so, stomped. What? So this is if the losses, losses, losses following a win remove the win from your card, and consecutive losses do not remove additional wins. So you could get up to like six wins, and lose the next game. You lose your passage to go to the lighthouse, but it doesn't take you past five wins on that card. It takes away that sixth sixth win, but it won't move you if you lose the next twenty games. You'll still be stuck on five until you can get to seven to get your adept. Oh, uh, but you don't go to the lighthouse. You just get the adept, which is what some people just want. Yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. You know, yep. I, I do want adepts, but you know, yeah, at I'll, least once in off. the lifetime of the game, I would like to see what the lighthouse looks like. <laughs> I could send you a video. Yeah, I'm outside of a video. Thank you. <laughs> I could send you a video of me going to the lighthouse. Does that oh, make it better? Wow, rub that salt on that. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been. Exa- I was carried exactly one time ever. I think that was back in D one. <laughs> I think it's been that long. <laughs> I have done a D two one by myself. Ooh. So yeah, this passage works like a little bit like a trailing backstop. Once you have at least one win on your record on the passage, a loss will be removed. Um, a loss will remove the most recent win instead of flooring it. So since consecutive losses will not remove additional wins, winning two games in a row adds a permanent win to the card and a winning streak longer than two add additional permanent wins. Yeah, so I think I was con- I was also confusing ferocity and persistence because Destiny 2 team on Twitter later in the week said, uh, you know, we've got some clarifications, basically. So to clarify a few things on the passage of persistence, progress on the card like all other passages, is reset weekly. Then when we said permanent in the TWAB, we meant for those wins that could not be removed by losses. Yes. So, you know, the Templar 99 says, is that a passage once per week or can you do it over and over? D2 team responds, you can reset your card and do this passage again for another adept reward, but it doesn't unlock adept farming the same way that going flawless does. So your path and just your passage of persistence has the trailing backstop, which means even though Losses remove wins. Your passage will never drop below your furthest progress minus one. So example, if you get to two wins, you're never going to drop below one win. If you get to three wins, you're never going to drop below two and so on. So, you know, yeah. so basically, you know, once, like once you get to six wins, you're never going to drop below five wins. So yeah. you can just keep pushing on and pushing on until you eventually get there. So it's only ever going to take you back one versus flying and having you start from scratch. I mean, they do say that you can go flawless on this passage card as long as you don't have a win removed and you can do flawless on any of the passage cards. But that's the other thing is once you do go to the lighthouse, you can then just grab any card that you want and just farm for the adepts over and over again for that weekend only. And yeah, the, these changes are coming on March 5th or that, that week. So basically you can, 
you can do one way or the other. If you're not that good and you want to get an adept, you can still get the adepts and just keep resetting that card after you get an adept. Or if you do manage to get to the lighthouse, you can pick up any card and just farm to your heart's content just for that week because all the cards reset after Trolls goes away because you have to start again the next week. So. Good changes. Good. Yeah, uh, no, they are good changes. I'm normally I'd be more excited, but I'm so counter tilted by what's happening. I can't. I just can't get going. <laughs> I am so beyond tired of slide shotgunners. It's like it's and, and people are like, well, why don't you do it? Because you know I've tried. But for some reason, whenever I slide socket, my accuracy just goes out the freaking window. Look, we're, right? we're just going to put it down to old age because Parody and I put it down to that. We're just going to put um, it down for that for you. Come to the console, then you'll just be nuked by uh, bows and devil's ruins. So you'll, you'll, you'll see the thing coming for you, but you still won't be able to kill them in time. So they're also adding rewards for match completions by three-person fire teams in trials. Because I think this is, this is the thing that's been doing the, the rounds for some time, isn't it? That it's it's a lot better to go in as a solo player and ditch your fire team because you get more of a chance at getting the wins or getting the rewards by doing it by yourself unless you've got a really good competent team so they want to reward three person fire teams like us if we decided we want to go into trials whilst doing the show and just kind of ample through it so you know you don't need to win to get, get these rewards but the participation is gated so Jumping off the map like we used to do or sitting AFK in spawn will disqualify you from getting them. So additional 50% chance for the non-adept trials weapon of the week, a 50% chance of getting trials engrams, and additional trials reputation if you're in a fire team of three and you're actually participating. So we do get a participation medal. Yay! So it says, the goal of these changes is to encourage Respawn to team up with his other two members of the podcast. That's what it says there. Great. So the three of us going in a three-man trials lobby. What yeah. can go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're going to have our pa- a positive persistence on us, so we're just going to persist. Yeah. We, we, we may not succeed, but we're going to persist. We can persist all we want to, but we have to get the wins at some point. We, we probably will. We'll, we'll find some other people that, are, that have been lured in by the chance. See, see if we can have people to. to maybe maybe we can have people that if, just listen to the podcast to all join yes, at the see, same time. If, you if, see we us, keep, if we keep hi- if we keep hyping the summoner, no, no, see if we keep hyping the summoner, we'll make yeah. everybody want to go in and get the summoner that weekend. So then, if we play that weekend as a team of three, then we can maybe get some more wins by farming those guys, or they'll farm farming us. those guys. Most Either of way. Them, by farm, I mean compete against and probably lose to. But you know, so, you know, on the farm, some some things you know yeah. do well and and turn a crop. Some things get eaten by a swarm of locusts. It just depends. Some days you're the crop. Some days you're the locust. I mean, these are really good changes to try and get more and more people into trials, and I, I really do agree with it. And I, I'm hoping that it does kind of get a lot more people to go and play trials, even if it is by themselves or if they just playing no, no, with their I, friends. It will. No, I'm, I mean, like I said, I'm being salty because I'm playing trials and I'm having a bad time, but y- y- the points you're making are absolutely <laughs> valid. You know, it's definitely going to bring people in. It's definitely going to make it easier because even, even then, like l- let's say if that was active right now, I would have the, the encouragement. I don't, um, that might be a strong word, but I would have the, 
let's just say encouragement because I can't think of anything else right yeah, now. Yeah, say encouragement. To, to continue moving forward knowing that once I reach a certain point, I'll stay there until I can complete the card, right? Even if I don't see the lighthouse, there's a chance. Now, the chance is about as good as me holding a winning lottery ticket while getting struck by lightning and eating a shark, but that's not to say it's not possible. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It, are these changes going to bring people in? Yes. Are they going to keep people in? Possibly. Maybe. Uh, I think, again, it's because of all the changes around the reward that will be the adept weapon, you're going to see those wild swings. I mean, just sort of like you would anyway. If it's an adept weapon people want or a weapon people want, you'll see more people on those weeks versus going, yeah, I, I don't need a trial sniper. Why would I go in that week? Yeah. Like, you know, this week. We are getting a couple of new game modes or a game mode that they did allude to further up, but we're getting another one in competitive called Collision. And it's a new King of the Hill type mode. And that's coming into the Crucible Labs with update 7.3.5. Who <laughs> likes the King of the Hill? Love the King of the Hill. Oh, man. Uh, you know, just 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 for shiggles, right? It'd yeah. be great to have a, a damn it Bobby emote or something like that, <laughs> just because of that one game mode. Uh... So at the moment, we've got uh, Countdown Rush, and those rule sets in competitive have changed or been updated recently. And the goal is to put the King of the Hill mode, Collision, into Replace Countdown Rush and in the competitive playlist after testing. Did you know that they wow. also felt that their quick play modes are also lagging in updates? Who knew? No. Now, now y'all got chat fighting against me. He's like, hey, Respawn, you want one of these? And he's got an adept summoner that he had <laughs> with Rampage and heating up ricochet rounds. <laughs> he's got another one that's got Dragonfly and Dynamic Sway. It's like, you know what? You can't even get Dragonfly on it anymore. You know? So he's got one that you can't even get anymore. And he's like, hey, Respawn, you want one of these? <laughs> I hate you. I hope your goldfish gets Alzheimer's. How about that? Yeah. They also feel that the quick play modes are lagging in updates. So even though new modes are being made, they have either been party modes like Relic or limited time modes like Iron Banner Fortress, Eruption, and Tribute. That's a lot of Iron Banner. Love it. Um, outside no. of those, play have, players have had the same option for too long. So they want to make new core modes available to standardized players and private matches. We also want to experiment with the interesting twist on Destiny 2's PvP that still retains the core feeling of our gameplay without being limited timed events. So already live, we have Sparrow Control. It took you 13 weeks since Allegedly. you announced it. It's there. I They've agree. added 3v3 Clash to Crucible Labs and took it back out after three weeks, but we won't kind of go over that because we're yeah, still in but... Relic Land. But it was there for, for a it minute, was, we promised. It was there. It'll probably be back after the Relic four weeks that they, they told us was going to happen. And they've updated Countdown Rush rule set for competitive. But with update 7.3.5 coming on March 5th, 3v3 Clash will be moving to the 3v3 Quick Play Rotator and we'll be making these updates to the rule set. So the heavy ammo will no longer be shared. Respawn time is increased from 5 to 7. And the match time increased to 10 minutes, but with a score to win remaining at 40. A new 3v3 King of the Hill mode, Collision, will enter Crucible Labs. Will it enter Crucible Labs on the 5th? Just asking for a friend. Eventually. 
asking for a friend. Mm-hmm. And will the 3v3 clash be moved into the 3v3 rotator on the 5th? Just, just, I'm just asking, just asking. So the King of the Hill mode, collision. A single large zone will be rotated between five points around the map on a timer. Capturing and controlling it will earn your team points. This mode will also test an alternative special ammo crate system. So the system that we had in Destiny 1, maybe? Where you had to go and pick up special ammo crates? Maybe. 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 Right, maybe. We'll feature four No, no, no you don't get the crates. No, you're talking about the changes. You don't get the crates. You build up to it like a point system. No, 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 different. no. no this, is, this, is, this is not that. This, this, is, this is special ammo crates they're testing. So, so the special ammo crate system will feature four shareable special ammo crates that spawn simultaneously at the beginning of the game or, or round or then on the time afterwards. So well, how about we just not have like, special ammo so that this idiot stops moving <laughs> by sliding only. He's not even running. He just takes two steps of slide. Each <laughs> control zone, each control zone location, A, B, and C, will have an associated special ammo crate and the fourth crate will be in a neutral location. Players who currently have special ammo will drop special ammo bricks on death, like we do now, and it's their goal to polish and refine both new special ammo acquisition system, ammo meter, and ammo crates. Then they can be utilized along with the respawn ammo system, and we can pick the ammo acquisition system that works best for each mode. Mm-hmm. So go in it, go in, play it, and see how it works, and then they'll decide which one we like, or which one we're not moaning about the most. Yes. Or they'll just leave it for another two years and it'll be what it is. No, we've got a PvP strike team now. They're striking. And there's a team uh, that sounds accurate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. They're not striking. They're doing work. <laughs> They're hitting hard. Uh, in my banner tribute. Iron Banner Tribute has undergone multiple changes. Mm-hmm. Thank the maker. Yeah. Not the including. No. Simplifying objectives and scoring, including changing the trigger for the hunt and depositing max crests to the team's score threshold, removing the wall hacks on players carrying max crests, uh, cleaning up the user experience by decreasing the distance at which crest icons can be seen. We're also reworking how quickly the beacons despawn and rotate and significantly decreasing the time it takes to interact and dunk the crest. Thank you. Um, I'm still not sure if anybody's going to like that game mode. But then does that mean that Iron Banner Tribute will be the first Iron Banner that comes back on April 2nd? Um, am I, are we? Is this what you're telling us? Because it's in that update? Maybe, but it doesn't matter because everyone's going to click down and play Control anyway. Possibly, <laughs> yes. And they've reduced the number of turrets that spawn with the Hunt Beacon from four to three. Thank you again. The the dunking was taking too long in the animation. You got killed as you were dunking. Stupid, I mean, turrets, again, stupid. I'm, I'm not sure whether that game mode is going to still work in Iron Banner, but we'll see. Yeah, it's... I mean, again, I appreciate them trying, but I don't think that's... I don't think that's a winner. Now, they say update 7.3.6 is the next line. So is that a typo, or is it is it going to be... 7.3.6 because that comes after 7.3.5 which is the May 5th but they haven't put a date on the 7.3.6 so 
you know, we'll, we'll assume it's not a typo as they haven't clarified anything yet. So we'll, okay. we'll assume we'll, we'll call it the May 12th update or, af- or sorry, March 12th update or afterwards. No, no, we call it the May 12th. That'd be fine. May. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. 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 There we go. Okay, so Checkmate will be back in Crucible Labs, returning in a form closer to its original iteration. So we're reverting back, because I, I wrote these down, that they changed all of the kind of the cooldowns for everything. Um, so it was it was something ridiculous, like originally the, the cooldown on the penalties was something like 30%, like they've, they're going to go back to on the 7.3, and they changed it to like, like something like 60% they, they went back up to. Because it really annoyed me. It's like, oh, we've now changed it again. We're changing it back. I, I can't find where I've written it down, but it was there. You don't start with special ammo. So at the moment you do, um, and then you, you earn it afterwards, which is what Respawn was talking about earlier. Melee damage will not be increased, so it will take three base melees to kill. Yeah, so your primary weapon opt- optimal time to kill will be shifted to allow for more tactical sandbox in line with the original goal of checkmate as a modifier. They're also checking... Are checking. They're also testing a new modifier hardware. Where 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 do they get these names? Why why are they unrelated to anything? <laughs> well, hardware will be tested in labs. It's no abilities, only weapons. Grab special and heavy ammo from crates located around the map and get shooting. So it's the it's the mode that everyone's been wanting. Who wants to play Call PvP of Duty in Destiny? That's not yeah you know, that you could find in any other shooter. Yeah, it's gunplay only. Period. Full stop. Why? Why did it take so long to bring bring this out? If you're just taking away all the all the abilities and just guns, it seems like a thing you could have done. I don't know two years ago, but but it's coming to labs. But it's yeah. because they didn't have a name for it. They needed a name for it. Mm, that's what it is. But yeah, you can you can play gunplay only. That's it in labs, and we'll see if people enjoy that. Oh, Presumably they do will. You think- do you think update 7.3.6 is coming with a final shape? Because that's the next line, the final shape. I doubt it, because we're going to have an update between March and June. Yeah, but it goes in points, doesn't it? So it'd be 7.3.5.1.2.3.5. Point all the way up till it gets to six. Maybe. But the final we may, shape. We may have figured it. We may have. So but in the final shape for sure. Private matches will have more options for players to set per mode. Modifiers such as Mayhem or Scorch will be available in any game mode. You can play custom matches with your clanmates or friends or leverage Fire Team Finder. They've also added more custom tuning for existing game modes. You'll have better control over things like special ammo delivery, ability cooldowns, reviving, respawning, and more. So the only thing this says to me is you'll be able to do better testing in private matches in the Crucible. If you're trying to test, you know, the special ammo spawns or figure out how it's, you know, how these things are going to play. Because that's one thing that I've seen, like the the PvP mains talking about is, you know, well, you know these changes are great and all, but if you if you want people to go in and play PvP and get better with weapons, well, they need a, a place to go play with these weapons and play with these modes and figure out how it's all going to work. So at least you know private matches will have presumably the ability to do more of that. It's still not quite the same as going in and playing against people, but at least yeah. you can sort of say, hey, you know, how how do these new special ammo things work? If I if I really play with no abilities. Or with these drastically different cooldowns, how does that actually play in, in reality in a non-competitive environment? So good that it's coming. We'll, we'll get better. We'll get better videos out of it. Yeah, yeah, better videos. So you yeah. guys talked about the sandbox issues, didn't you, last week addressing problems across the skill curve? Because that's we what sh- they're talking about now. We, I sure, think. we sure did. You so, mean introducing problems across the skill curve? 
That's what you meant to say? No, no. Where they were talking about the average skill of the players has crept up over the years, but the weapon sandbox has not grown it. alongside it. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> I'm not part of that group. No, I'm not part of that group at all. I don't know what you're talking about. The, the, the group of... He said the average group of... Oh. Um, the the skill of the average player, average player. has gone up or whatever. No, it ha- no, you you must have crept up slightly. Ain't no way. Ain't, ain't, ain't no way, brother. So you guys, you, as I said, you guys talked about the sandbox issues addressing the problem across the skill curve. So this week they've given you kind of bullet points for it, and I'm guessing last week they didn't give you that many bullet points. So are we writing assuming like if we'd have just left this this week's stuff, they'd bullet point it for next week, so we didn't have to kind of read through it and cover it for people Quite possibly i mean i mean i think i think they did bullet point all of this i'm just i'm looking this is reading through i mean some of it they summarized more than they did yeah but the only thing that i really see is, is they've added at the end uh, talking about the final shape uh working on changes to reduce the ward of dawn and the well of radiance's dominance improve the viability of other supers with the longer recharge times and the objective game modes uh we'll have more to share blah blah, blah. and then they say after the final shape so sometime deep in the future they're exploring the UI updates to, in the obituary in the obituary screen that would show a combination of players that killed that killed you, rather than just who dealt the final blow. Uh-huh. So that's a good thing because you always yeah, wonder, I mean, don't you? Like, how did that guy kind of just tap me with one shot when mm-hmm. it could be a combination of a sniper shot and that guy shooting you in the head? And you're like, right, damn it, yeah. yeah or you, they, you, have, you, they have they have the hand cannon that they turn a corner and they one shot you, and I'm like, and you're like. Was I at full health? I'm pretty sure I was at full health. I yeah. don't remember anybody shooting me. But yeah, when it, tur- it, when it turns out there was a grenade. That, yeah, there you was know? a grenade that took away most of your health, and he just happened to get the final blow on, or or he just gunned you down, and you're like, okay, you're better than I thought. Good job, bud. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, weird. that's that's nice. I, I, I again, I, I would really like to see some of these like a bit, you know just like UI updates sooner than that. But hey, you know, at least something's coming. That's 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 a place I'd like to see more changes. Is just well, I mean, one fixing the bugs on some of these screens. You could see the screens. Looking at you loading in animations and after game commendation screen where I can't see the other guardians because it takes too long to load. But just Is some of those game? UI updates. <laughs> oh, just just the when you load into a PvP match and it uh, should show the people that you spend eighty percent of the time staring at a blank background with no names uh, and no player models on it or the accommodation screen where it doesn't actually load in quickly enough to show the other people. You have to go to the, like the obituary screen with the, with the numbers on it in order to give commendations or try to remember who was who. You know, little, little, little things like that would be nice to fix. Oh, interesting. But we do have matchmaking. We do have matchmaking. So already live, they've replaced the loose skill batch... Skill, uh, replaced the loose skill batch... Batchmaking. <coughs> Replace the loose skill-based matchmaking in Iron Banner and Control with the new outlier protection matchmaking system. They've updated the competitive matchmaking to be rank-based, and they're currently testing several different configurations of the new Snake Draft lobby balancer. That I vaguely oh, remember them saying... You, you remember they... they look, about yeah. three or four years ago, they told us that they were going to do snake drafting. Then it kind of just disappeared off into the ether. And then about... Mm-hmm two or three months ago, they went, we're going to do snake drafting. And we all went, but you told us you were doing snake drafting like two or three years ago. So, they're, so, they're, so did, did, did you just not? 
I don't think they did. I think where the PVP strike <laughs> team was on strike for those many years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It, there's so, different configurations that they're testing. For, for real this time? Or or well, just or just as they said, and then in two years from now, they'll go, hey, we're, we're, we're still going to test these. Look, no, we didn't test their matchmaking yet. systems are opaque and not easily understood. But with update 7.3.5, they'll be updating our playlist tooltips to correctly display which I making... See what you did there, Brady. He glossed over it, but I'm going to give you credit. I saw what you did there. Is it, is it opaque, opaque to us? Opaque to them? Opaque to everyone involved? Is Zur and the Telesa the only ones who know how it works? Look, it's not clearly defined when and where they're in use, but they will be updating <laughs> no, the not. playlist tooltips to correctly display which matchmaking style is in use for each mode. That's with 7.3.5 coming on March 5th. We're going to tell you the rules to play the game you're loading into before you load in to play that game. Good job, guys. Great work. And they've mm. got several changes planned for our ongoing experimentation with snake draft lobby, lobbying balancing. Aiming at improving how it handles the fire teams and not how Night Demon reads what we put on the page. Balance those lobbies. I can't wait. Oh, I hate you. How much is Bungie paying you for being their shill? Not enough. I mean, who, who, said words, but, who, yeah. who said this? Who said this? Donnie? Donnie? Donnie. Uh, I like Donnie. So, so since the strike team was assembled, you know, they made lots of changes and, and they like to tell us some things because apparently we, as a player base, have some misconceptions about how their matchmaking systems no, do and do we not. do not. No. They're lying. No. This is a lie. This is all a no. lie. Do not believe no. this next couple our, of sentences. Our, no. Our matchmaking systems allegedly do not individually force players to a one OKD ratio or a 50% win ratio doesn't 50% happen. Win. So 50% mm-hmm. win ratio. Do not believe it. Intentionally allow players to dominate a few games and yep. then place them into games where they get destroyed. No, nope. yep. yep. it doesn't. It, it doesn't. Does. It doesn't does. do that. No, it, 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 it does not do that. It absolutely would never sacrifice connection quality or skill for any other filter. Mm-mm. No, no, it kicks you out at that point. Where? It goes, we cannot find you anybody. Go and find a different game to play. Listen, there, there are three most common matchmaking systems, outlier protection, rank base, and open skill. All keep average connection qualities generally within the same bounds. Generally. And in fact, outlier protection and rank base have, on average, slightly better connection quality than open skill. Due to the increased time they remain in the optimal connection bracket while searching for matches. So those are all the things the game would never do. The matchmaking system does not do any of those things that none of us have ever experienced as Destiny players. Nope. Doesn't do those things. There's lots of deltas in there, though. Lots of deltas. And they've got to talk about all the deltas. So basically, uh, they're measuring all of our skill from negative 1,000, that's me, to 1,000, that's Frostbolt. And they feel, you know, the match can often be determined by the overall skill delta, which is a difference in skill between the highest and lowest players in the game. So games- I, I've got a question for you, Bungie Shill. Is it? Uh, but oh, you're, saying it, you're the bungee shell. Yeah, you. I'm, I'm talking to parodies as, as the bungee shell. So mm-hmm. when I dominate for like the two or three games, and I my my rank goes up, and then I get put against the other people and I get destroyed, that's not what happens because I think that's what that's, you're telling me happens there. That's not the matchmaking doing that to you. No, no of course it's not. You 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 clearly brought that on yourself. Just like games with deltas of less than 500 will generally feel competitive with few or no players outclassed, 
Though there will be a difference in performance between the highest and lowest players, obviously. Colloquially, they refer to this as the sweat zone. Ooh. With Delta's uh, less than five... What does that word mean? Colloquially? Co- 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 yeah, um, that means... Go ahead, Brody. I, I want to say, like, commonly, like... Okay. Like, uh... They put these long words in there, and I'm like... No, it means, like, you, traditionally, commonly, you, you, on you, average. You, you, you know. All right, d- dictionary, you can't... You can't define colloquially as in a colloquial manner. That's not, that's not how this, any of this works. Yeah, colloquial is basically like everyday language, like you know, common you know, common man speak for lack of a better term, versus like a technical term for something. I do not use that word, so I'm quite a common person. I do not use that word daily. So, so basically, instead of talking about deltas, <laughs> you may you may talk about the deltas in the gameplay. You might be like, "This is the sweat zone. You're in the sweat zone, getting sweaty." I understand that. Well, there okay. we go. So now, when you're when you're not in the sweat zone, and your delta is greater than five hundred and less than a thousand, there will be a noticeable skill variance present. Ooh. Sometimes I'm in the sweat zone when I'm not even playing Destiny. That means well, you need to take a shower. Well, your deltas are clearly not in the right zone, and and you should <laughs> usually avoid those games to feel because they usually feel too sweaty. So some players will be outclassed, but it's unlikely there will be people in the match that are completely in over their heads. For well, for well populated and unranked game modes, neither of those exist. Like Control and Iron Banner, we consider this to be the Goldilocks zone, where games can be pre- presented varied uh, experiences without becoming stomping grounds. So, so, so you want to, so competitively, you'll be in the sweat zone where the sweating is. However, if you're in the Goldilocks zone, you want to don't eat the porridge and beware of the bears, because you're probably not going to get stomped on. Uh, and then if the delta is greater than a thousand, um, bad things are happening. There will likely be one or more players getting fewer or no kills for the entire game while contributing double digit deaths. We refer to this as the stomp zone. So you don't Ooh. want to be in the stomp zone. These experience result in a large negative sentiment spikes we see in our game and are heavy drivers for player departures, which is like, you know, the PVP experience and the trials experience for basically everyone. So, you don't want to be in the stomp zone. That's bad. We want to head toward the Goldilocks zone. Mm-hmm. And and really, I think ideally Bungie wants us in the sweat zone because that sort of means, you know, it may be competitive, but it's competitive for everyone. We, we sort of matched you well is we put you in the sweat zone where you're playing a good game. You might win, you might lose, you know, but, but it won't be 50-50 because matchmaking would never do that to you. I've just got to stop you there. I thought Respawn was in the sweat zone. He looks like he's sweating quite a lot on that planet, but wow. that doesn't look like it's trials to me. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. Right, right now, right now, his service is guaranteeing his citizenship, mm-hmm. and he is actually in the stomp zone because he is no. going to be stomped by all the angry things coming for him. He just doesn't know it yet. So he, is, he, 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 he is in the Goldilocks zone in his head, yeah. but the stomp zone is what's coming for him. He just doesn't know. People tune into a Destiny podcast and they watch this trash. Uh, you say trash, but Bungie helped create this, sir. <laughs> Allegedly, I mean, Bungie, Bungie and the Helldivers devs definitely worked together and, and gave each other crap. <laughs> oh dear! Uh, Besides, mm-hmm. I played Trials. Trials stopped me, and and now I need to recover by doing something easy. So yeah, okay. So we we are still going to have open skill matchmaking, also known as CBMM. And mm-hmm. loose skill based matchmaking, and they didn't kind of abbreviate that, but you know, LSBMM, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. LSBMM, yes, 
There you go. We're still going to have those, but in different kind of game modes. And with the changes in the 7.3.5 coming in March 5th, you'll be able to kind of hover over kind of whichever game mode it is in PvP, and it will tell you what it's using. That's always good. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, and there's there's more deltas in there as well. If, so if you're a fan of deltas, then, you know. What about alphas? No, there's only deltas. What about a sigma? I consider myself to be a sigma. No. Six sigma? Yes, I do. You can't tell me how I consider myself. But they, they, they are going to give us outlier protection. Used in our unranked playlist, Iron Banner and Control, since the beginning of Season 23, outlier protection takes a different approach to matchmaking. Instead of trying to match you with people who are your skill level or near your skill level, they simply consider anyone who is more than 1,000 skill from somebody else to be in the match to be an outlier. So their core goal is to try and reasonably prevent these outliers from keeping in the skill deltas in our matches below 1,000 when possible or as close to 1,000 as they can. Again, more deltas. There's just They're going to kick you out if you're, if you're too good and they're going to put you in if you're okay. If only that were true. I'm I'm waiting for next week when they summarize all of this Delta talk into things I can more easily understand. <laughs> well, let's talk about trials then. Again, specifically, they understand the experience for a full fire team has suffered as the difficulty has increased with fire team based matchmaking. But the solution is not as simple as it may initially appear. The night team, and we we've all said we could just you know make it so only trios can queue. Or that's, that uh, duos cannot queue, or they can queue, but they're being protected from the trios. No, Every, because everyone said that, and it's it's just so obvious to us, the, the, the colloquial layman over here. It's because, no, you can't <laughs> do that. It's not layman, it's layman. Yeah, layman. Look, layman. Maybe in your house. <laughs> Look, layman. You, you can only... Also, you, isn't that sexist? Shouldn't it be like layperson or lay they? Look. At the end of the day, when we had trials come around and we had trials, you could click and go in with your pre-made fire team, or you could click the little button to the side that went, no, I want to go in as a solo player. That kind of split the player base. And we kind of, we wanted it all in one to kind of get when it got down to the, the wire, like now, and the player base is very low. We wanted everybody in the same kind of thing, but kind of try and match people up with ones and twos and threes and, and things like that. So yeah, we, we can't just make trios queue against trios and duos can't queue and blah 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 so yeah yeah because then nobody would ever be able to play because there's not enough people to play period full stop sounds like a bungee problem to me well yeah but because of all those different problems because that's why they kind of simplified all the pvp game modes wasn't it they oh we'll we'll put all of these in one and we're just kind of rotate it each week because there's too many game modes all over the place and we had iron banner and then we had the Iron Banner solo matchmaking, and they just kind of integrated it all into one. I think we even had competitive, didn't we, at one point? It was competitive, and then you could solo into competitive. And it was kind of splitting all these player bases, and they just went, we want everybody to be able to kind of play in that playlist, and we want the kind of the matchmaking to kind of work out behind the scenes of who gets paired up with who. So that's what we're kind of going to do. Um, the current iteration of Trio still has the highest flawless percentage on any fire team in the configuration. So if you are kind of higher than somebody else in your team on wins, then it goes with the person that's got the highest wins on their ticket to kind of, so if you're carrying, it kind of hinders you. So that's currently what's kind of going on. Um, so instead of altering the matchmaking, they needed to focus on making the Trio experience more enjoyable 
and encourage players to participate by rewarding them. As mentioned previously, what we just did further up or further back in the podcast. And um, they recap this again. Just So if you missed us telling you about it, you've got to rewind because they just want to kind of reiterate it again. They do. And it tells all the numbers. Yeah. So many numbers, so many cones, so many deltas, Look, no alphas, they're gonna, no sigmas. They're going to make trials better for everybody. I mean, it does sound like that. I, legitimately, I'll, I'll, I'll give the clue that it does, in fact, sound that way. However, once However. again, like you tell me, let's see what it's like when it's implemented to give it an actual opinion. Because I am not at the point in my bungee life where I'm going to give them any kind of a benefit of a doubt before I see it. If anything, I'm more negative to them than anything else because, historically speaking, that's kind of been what it is. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, I brought up the whole feels like a, an abusive relationship thing because it does, you know? So I'll wait till it's implemented and see what's going on. And then, uh, yeah. Well, I can t- I'm going to tell you about some accessibility and console UI updates. One of them I'm quite excited to see because... Is, I, is it I, a UI update that gives you more, oh, I don't know, vault space? No. Well, then not I, yet. No, that. this is 7.3.5. I'm, that's probably 7.10.9.6, whatever. I was going to say like 20.1.1. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. version 8. <laughs> that's marathon. <laughs> So these are long overdue quality of life UI changes that they'll be introducing with certain update 7.3.5 in March 5th. So they've added the reticle location setting to consoles so that you can do center or below center. Players can change the location of the reticle regardless of their platform in gameplay settings menu. When a PC player changes their reticle location setting, it does not change their reticle location setting on the console and vice versa. They've added controller dead zone settings. With the ability to adjust dead zone values, players can dial in a movement setting that feels just right for the playing style for more enjoyable play sessions. Players can change their radial and actual controller dead zone values from the controller settings menu. The one that I'm excited about added the ability to adjust the opacity of the radar background. Thank you. Players can now increase the opacity of the radar background <laughs> to allow more contrast between the radar elements and the content behind it. Oh my god! So when you're playing on red maps, you can actually see the red on your radar, and vice I, versa, swapping yeah, out the colors you it, desire. It's definitely something that I kind of <laughs> I struggle with in PvP because mm-hmm. I could be looking at it, and then suddenly you don't see that person on that mini map because it's very faint, and that that mini map is just kind of it just fades into the background, no matter what map you're on. And I just want it kind of permanently black background, so I can see very bold in that corner. The people you know i just want to see it and when i heard about it i was like where are the give me some help god damn it people where are the threats coming from yes i'll tell you where they're not coming from the prophecy dungeon weapon update in this same update you know the one we're getting in march they're going to swap out three weapons and make some key updates to other ones so if you've been wanting a swift verdict sidearm the long walk sniper rifle or the last breath auto rifle uh, go get it before March 5th, because they're taking it out of the dungeon on March 5th with the update. They are going to give you, in return, a new origin trait. So all of the new and updated weapons below will be given the new origin trait, crossing over. The weapons will have increased range and handling on the top <laughs> half of their magazine, while round to the bottom half, increase damage. So, top half, range and handling, bottom half of the mag, damage. Sounds like fun. 
that's a nice that's a definitely a nice origin perk there that's it's a unique one anyway so what so the, what, uh, what about can we get that on a rocket launcher that way the rocket gets both well let me let me tell you you're going to get them on the prosecutor r rifle which is your primary precision frame arc one with your crossing over trait the adjudicator submachine gun your primary precision frame kinetic submachine gun and your relentless pulse rifle your primary high impact frame uh, your damage is being changed from kinetic to strand, however, along with the crossing over origin perk. So if you have a kinetic relentless, you're going to have a strand relentless after this. I like that. And they are updating the judgment hand cannon, which is going to receive new perk pools and damage types. So judgment, primary adaptive frame, damage change from kinetic to stasis, and then the, it'll have the origin trait crossing over. Your darkest before pulse rifle is, is your primary rapid fire frame going from arc to solar and they're adding the same origin trait crossing over i've got a question for you bungee shield Mm -hmm. so if i currently have a darkest before pulse rifle in my vault or on my person are you changing what i've currently got as arc to solar nope just the new ones the new ones that come with the new crossing over origin trait those will be will be changing so they're not going to change what you have now they're going to change what you're getting in the future Future, or Future. you're going to say we're just going to change all of them. Surprise! What you wake up the next day and it's changed. No, that's what I'm asking because sometimes they do, do that. Yeah. My, look, look at the shock and the my my gut reaction because they're changing the origin trait. Like they're they're not changing everything. They're not retroactively like changing the weapon in the game. They're just saying here's a new version. Here's a re-released edition of this. So my gut says no. They're not going to change what you have. They're going to say you should go back on the prophecy because now you can get these things. Okay. Just like the sudden death shotgun, your special aggressive frame, which is going from arc to void, and the crossing over origin trait. And uh, they're, they're going to update the encounter drops. Your failings echo will give you relentless and prosecutor, the pulse and the auto rifle, the cube, the sudden death shotgun, and the adjudicator submachine gun, and the kale echo, the award of the emissary chest, will give you your judgment hand cannon and darkest before pulse rifle. So that's when things will drop, and that's what they're going to have on them. So, are we excited for the prophecy? Did, did we remember the prophecy existed? Huh? Sometimes. Uh, the prophecy or the dungeon or both? Yes. Nice talk. Both. Okay. <laughs> people people dressed up. They're very pretty. They won awards. Ooh, ah, there they are. For that game that some people are excited about because they are familiar with it, they dress up like that. And Bungie says, you look pretty. And they put their pictures in. But parody, the important question is, I need a PSL from you. Well, Shax can't be mad at me for ignoring the zones if I was Tokyo Drifted in the Micro Mini. And he's right. Because Tokyo Drifted the Micro Mini is the only way to travel. You could also travel to the new subforums for the Fireteam Finder and Accessibility that Bungie told us about last week, and now they're telling us about this week. You could still claim your Game to Give rewards, you know, the same way you could last week. And uh, we do have some new known issues that even though they put the heading in last week, they didn't give us any. So now, now respawn. Don't worry, we have new known issues. I know you were worried last week that there were none there. I was devastated that we didn't have any. Yeah. So I can tell you, the closer to the heart seasonal triumph is visible earlier than intended. The mission to complete the triumph will be available later this season. Your Twitch reaction bounty may not be able to be claimed by all players. So if you're watching trials and you're reacting to people doing poorly or well. Uh, you may not get the thing it promises you. The Apotheosis Veil Exotic does not always trigger when using the Well of Radiance. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. 
and the uh, Overload Artifact mods inadvertently affecting ignition damage. And that's it. Those are only the bugs. Everything Wait, else is beautiful and perfect. like when things blow up ignition? Mm hmm Really? Mm -hmm. Now you said was or is? I missed that part. Is. Nice. It, but but it's inadvertently doing it. I so, mean, you know, matters, accidentally. Right? I mean, accidentally or not, if you can do it, take advantage while you yeah. can. But unless it's doing less damage. In which case, that's bad. Wait, is it doing less damage? Did I miss that? I don't know. It, it just says it's, it's affecting it inadvertently. Oh. So take that for what it means. We don't know what it means because they won't tell us. Something's <laughs> happening. Big surprise. Yeah. And we have some art of the week of um, giant dragon dinosaur star crossed things. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And uh, people being beaten around by Rolk, apparently. So, yeah. Movie of the week, art of the week. Lots of pretty pictures. Uh, lots of big changes. Okay, let's see. So here at the end is when they're going to tell us the big Gambit update's coming, right? Let's see. We'll be back next week sharing everything we can expect from the upcoming Gambit games. Until then, be good to each other and thanks for hanging out with us. That's what that says, right, Nineteen? Gambit games next week? Apparently so. Apparently? Somebody doesn't believe it. Oh, oh, gar oh gar Guardian. Guardian game. Okay, well, um, <laughs> Guardian games all tell us about things next week. Maybe. So not, not, not Gambit Games. No no 10,000 word Gambit update. Mm. Okay. Mm. You sound horrifically disappointed, my friend. Eh. It's to be eh? expected. It speaks what? It's to be expected. Oh, it's to be expected. You know what's also to be expected? How uh, wonderful our lovely so? patrons are? Yeah. Is that Borbit, the phenomenal human being who can be threatened with a good time? The T-Rex King, Scarlet KM, BHS Nightcrawler, Mellow Malian, Dedicated OM64, our incredible Otter Dance Troop, our Grenade Throwers, Carver 2782, Golden God 1562, Trial Sherpa, We Noble, Basically Salt, Zombie Pops, Renard Kalant, Fire Squad 1688, and Coderson 105, and Deacon's Day One Raid Team, of the great British band Dimwi, Gravy Jeff, and Pee Pee Pipe. <laughs> we appreciate all of you, and we appreciate you appreciates us. If you'd like to be appreciated as well, patreon.com slash TTAH. One day there may be things there but there may not be things there. We make you no promises. The only promise we make is you should go to the Bungie store and spend your 15 American dollars on your K6 Funko Pop Did final it. or some other currency yeah. in some other place that I assume they will ship to you eventually. But before you go, I do have three videos that I've, I've watched this week that I think would be useful. So with the new sandbox based on, coming... Based on earlier conversation, are they safe for work? <laughs> yeah. Okay. These were found ahead of time. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Fair enough. So with the PvP changes coming with 7.3.5 on March 5th, Cool Guy did a complete breakdown for you on the new PvP sandbox and goes over kind of the damage numbers because of the resilience is being raised, isn't it? So max resilience is now going to be like 230 points and special weapons and primary weapons would be doing more damage and things. It's not as kind of great as you think it's going to be. So he does a video breaking down all of that this week. And I did kind of take a snapshot of the numbers. So currently our old resilience is at zero is 186 and the new resilience is going to be 216. And then it goes up like uh, with one resilience, it goes up by one point, two, 
two points and all the way up to 10, which goes up to 230. And he kind of goes over the old resilience to the new resilience and kind of how it's going to be effective in this new sandbox in update 7.3.5. So I thought that was an interesting one because it was, it's only like a, a 15 minute breakdown video, but it kind of, it helped me kind of understand where we're kind of going and why a lot of the YouTubers are getting quite excited about the changes coming with PVP. So I watched that and that was pretty cool. And then Nodnaz did a video. It's only a one minute 59 or one minute 49 video on the indebted kindness, the sidearm that you can get from the dungeon because currently the rocket. Yeah. The rocket sidearm currently yeah. in this sandbox or this kind of season, it can do all three champions. So it can do overload, unstoppable and barrier champions. Depending whoa, on kind whoa. of okay, so I get the rocket and the sidearm, but what about the third one? Just because you've got to watch the video. Your minute and change to find out. Yeah, it's only two. It's less than two minutes. Just to go and check right. that out. Will do. And it's spelled N O D N A H S, not Naz. But the link will be in the show notes. And Mattix this week put out a massive damage build, and this is going on now and the changes that are coming with 7.3.5 he's got a kind of titan build with solar and i was saying to parody before we started the show that the pyrogale gauntlets that are new for this season the one where you kind of do the big hammer slam and it sends out that cyclone energy of the big fire cyclone uh it does the single one but it kind of does so much more damage with that uh, if you put on the, I think it's the aspect where you can slide, jump in the air and slam down with your fire slam, it yeah, will send out a little consecration. It'd do a mini cyclone with that. And he's kind of got a build going. Yeah. That's cool. It's, he's got a build going at the moment, which is really good. And with the changes coming with the fire sprites and everything else that they're kind of doing with the 7.3.5, that this is going to be a really cool build to kind of check out for Titans and use it in high level pve content so check that one out that's it looks yeah it's it's such fun already just the consecration slam and the power girl gauntlets the the slam the slam cycle getting basically i think giving you restoration cures so it keeps your health up yeah and then the pyrogale just it, it basically gives you the flaming version of the of the uh hunter's icy cyclone it's i can give you a fire cyclone and burn everything it's great <laughs> for going i'm gonna put this on this boss and run away in terror while it does loads of damage and sets everything on fire. It's wonderful. Loads of damage is definitely not an understatement either. That I, I've said it before. That thing does like more damage than a soup than, than some supers. You know, it is massive damage just for yes, doing is. a sliding melee. It's crazy. He goes over the numbers for it. And he in his build, he kind of only puts on about two or three mods onto the armor. And you've got space to kind of be very kind of maneuver around with what other mods you want to kind of put on there to add to this. So you're not kind of constrained by putting like all the mods on and having it completely maxed out, uh, art, you know, thingied armor. Um, what's the armor when you kind of max it out? I can't remember the name. I've got headaches. Masterwork. Masterwork. That's it. Yeah. So you don't have to masterwork your armor. You can go up to a certain point and still have kind of be flexible with what mods you're putting on there. That's my three videos for this week. I can well, see Perry's putting some it. in the notes for me. So tell us about your videos. Yeah, I've got a couple of videos since, again, we sort of talked last week where I had no time to watch anything. Respawn, no time to watch anything, and there wasn't a whole lot there. So 
Some of these are, you know, not technically in the one week window, but they're, they're close enough. It's fine. It'll all be fine. No one's upset. <laughs> I mean, the first one of them is, is one I did watch last week is uh, Ascendant Nomad saying everything is about to change for good. And he, again, he's a very reasoned voice on the PVP side going, what are these changes? What do they mean? And he's picked up on a couple of things about like with the special ammo, like in countdown sort of forcing you to play objectives in some places, because that's the only way you'll be able to get special ammo back. There is no other way. So I just, I, I appreciated his take on, on the changes and what it meant. And from someone who, who, you know, comes to this game as a weapons reviewer and a PVP main, just focusing in on what those mean. So I appreciated his take. I, lots of people did reaction videos. Cool guy did one fallout last across. I watched, I watched one. I've, I've been enjoying Evaze, E-V-A-Z-E, his lore videos as of late. And he had one out. Uh, he might be the worst guardian. Uh, Shaw Han's wish and how he got his armor. Just talking about Shaw Han. And, and um, I really feel a kinship for going, we may not be good, but we can muddle our way through this to victory. <laughs> so I just really appreciated that story of, of how he got the armor, armor stuff we see him in the game wearing, potentially. Uh, I've, I've had a certain individual in my ear telling me all about his, his great love for YouTube and YouTube build videos and how he really enjoys watching YouTuber build reviews. So pyro zero this week has a video called stop copying bad YouTuber builds and understand why things are good, which I include for two reasons. One, because it's fun to poke noble and two, because he actually does go over things about, Hey, you know, when you're looking at these builds, actually tweak them for the thing you want to do. Don't have a bunch of grenade mods on if you're not going to throw grenades. If you want to, if you want a melee build, build into the melee side of it. You know, sort of talking about using these builds sort of as templates, as starting points, to say, well, this gives me about what I need, but then let me customize this for for the gameplay loop I want to do or how I want to tweak this. What I mean, you say that, but that sounds like something so obvious you shouldn't have to tell anybody. You know, like, but I'm going know, to anyway. Why, why build a grenade uh, build if you don't throw grenades? Or why build a super build if you hardly ever get your super and you're more of a melee-focused kind of person? I mean, like, this shouldn't be something that you would have to tell someone say? Sometimes you hit the dim link and you build into it, and then you forget which build it was that you've built into, and you try to take it somewhere else, and you go, oh, no, no this was a terrible idea. I don't think I'm that's not, the same thing. I'm, I'm not speaking from personal experience. I, this is not a thing I would ever do. I'm just saying someone could do that. Ah, uh, yeah. So. And, then, and then the last video this week was, um, I've been really enjoying Second Wind. Basically, a lot of the zero punctuation people who left zero punctuation in mass, including Yahtzee, have mm-hmm. started a new thing called Second Wind, which is just them you know, independently doing video game content. And there was, they, they've done a series called design delve of basically looking at video game design and different, uh, you know, basically video game systems and design choices. And this one was called looter shooter devs still don't understand loot. Talking about, you know, relevant to us as looter shooter players going, if you want the loot to be important and interesting, here's how you make it you know, here's how you make it something players actually want to go grind for how you actually want to continue to play these games and loops. So I thought that was interesting just from a, you know, video game perspective, a little outside destiny. Will you hear this recommendation or will 19 minute edit it out? You'll never know. You'll have to find out. But I thought that was interesting. And, you know, the destiny content was basically everybody, you know, reacting to grenade or Jake's video from last week and reacting to that reaction video and then reacting to that reaction to that reactions video. So many reactions. 
I've got a reaction. I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn this this show right around. No, don't Who turn it around. Just just finish Who it. Don't turn oh. it around. Just finish it. But 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 I was gonna turn around and talk about everything just from the bottom up at the top this time. No, I, I definitely wasn't going to say thank you for joining us. Your Titan, your parody, and Nineteen, and your hunters. No one responds in real life. What's up? I absolutely was not going to tell you that we're on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and everywhere else as Two Titans and a Hunter. I'm not going to tell you you should email the show at Two Titans and a Hunter at Hotmail.com because we're not going to read them, so you shouldn't email us. I would never tell you that. You should not find our show wherever you can get your podcasts, and you definitely shouldn't follow our YouTube for each new episode, weekly update, and live stream. You should not go to Two Titans and a Hunter to get all the details about these videos, the show notes, all the things we tell about. And you shouldn't go to patreon.com slash TTH to join the Otter Dance Troop, threaten us with a good time, throw more grenades, or uh, be part of Deacon's Day 1 or 8 team. You shouldn't go to coffee.com and slash Two Titans and a Hunter and toss some shekels our way. And uh, you don't want to go to twitch.tv slash no one responds in real life because you don't want to hear the weird random backstories that happened before the show. Get edited into its beautiful format. You, you don't want to go there. Also, you really don't want to go to twitch.tv slash 2100 to see uh, failed raid attempts, attempts, uh, failed Ooh. Grandmaster Nightfalls, and uh, sometimes sometimes successful runs of things. You shouldn't. You should not go to those places. You shouldn't hit the buttons, and you shouldn't follow us. No, you definitely shouldn't do any of that. Because why would you want joy in your life? Because that's silly. Joy in your life, not so much joy in ours or no. mine, I should say. So as we've made it this far and Respawn has not been murdered by his wife yet, he'll probably yeah. be back next week. Yep. And uh, Demon's good for another 16 years till his next holiday, so he should also yep. be back next week. Every so week. Tell the people goodbye and uh, any closing thoughts and we'll be back next week. Toodles. Lot of everybody. Deuces. And uh, I'm out. Destiny 2 Podcast. I heard a good joke this week. What was it's, prob- joke? it's probably wrong, but, you know, do you want to hear it? Uh, yeah. Is it going to be bad? With that lead up, sure. <laughs> <laughs> do I need to mute you so, so I don't get banned? <laughs> I don't know. Um, why can't the UK and America play chess? Why can't the UK and the America play chess? Because they're missing uh, two towers and a queen. <laughs> I told well, you technically, you're also missing a queen, so... Yeah, yeah that, that that's the joke there, bud. Uh, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant America was missing your queen. Oh, okay. I didn't know how, how up-to-date this No, no, you guys are missing the two towers, <laughs> and we're missing the queen. Right. I, I just it doesn't work when I have to spell it out to you. Well, I get it now. I just thought that you were trying to say that, you know, because if it was an older joke, it would make more sense because you had had two towers and you had a queen, right? So I didn't know how up to date this joke was. You know what I'm saying? Which which two towers did the UK have? Uh, uh, The bridge with the tower, the the suspension bridge with the towers on each end. That's what I'm thinking of. I don't know. The tower bridge that is in Spider-Man. And that's that's gone now. It was destroyed. It was torn down. No, the... (laughs) Spider-Man Far From Home isn't a real-life event, Respawn. <laughs> I didn't... I'm not the, the one bridge is still there. The bridge but is still there. The two towers and the bridge is still there. Oh, my you God. You guys have a bridge next to Big Man that's got, like, the suspension thing in the middle. And it no, 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 no. Oh, my no. damn it. That bridge is nowhere near Big Ben. 
Uh, whatever. But you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about, you son of a bitch. Well, I've but, just told but, you. But the point is, the bridge is still there. They haven't lost the tower. They're not gone. They weren't destroyed. I they know weren't... that. That's what I'm saying. We lost the two towers, but they had theirs because of the bridge. We didn't have a queen, and they did. Meaning they had two towers and a queen, and we had oh. neither. That's what I was... You know what? Y'all this, suck. How about this that? This joke went on for way too long than it should have gone. Oh, it's actually called Tower Bridge. Oh, yeah. Look at that. And <laughs> it's nowhere near Big Ben. Whatever. Big Ben, London, the big egg-shaped building, it's all the same. It's not. It is. I'm looking at pictures and they all look the same. You can't tell me otherwise. Oh, well, hang on a minute. I didn't see the bridge was gone, Noble. Shut up! Noble, he got got confused because he didn't know what queen I was talking about, whether it was his queen or our queen. No, we never had... You know, shut up. (laughs) Exactly. This is what I don't understand. I was going to say you've got no queens, but you have got queens over there, so... It's just <laughs> that was good. That was good. But technically, if you want to go that route, everybody's got a queen nowadays except the Middle East. You know? So <laughs> there could be queens over there. You just don't know. They could be in hiding. Uh-huh. They'd have to be. Let's be honest. <laughs> oh my god. But I could have been talking about the place, Queens. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what you could have. Yeah. I could have. Yeah. You could have. This joke went so sideways so quick. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was wrong at the start. <laughs>